0: Stop whatever you're doing and subscribe to this show right now. You probably are already subscribed. Why wouldn't you be? You're a sophisticated crowd. But subscribe, make sure you subscribed, and then leave a 5-star review to show your level of sophistication. Make believe. Hey there! So, going through my files, I discovered a whole ton of shows that have not seen the light of day, and not for any good reason. Really, it partly had to do with the bus strike, because there's some shows taped towards the end of 2019 that were planned for release in January, February, March, I Got Super Sick, and then the bus strike happened. We all know what happened after that, and it just didn't seem to be the right time in the middle of last year to put out my chat with the Zadora. However, that chat is coming out in the next couple weeks. This chat was taped earlier than that in April of 2019 during one of my trips to New York. Doing the one man band operation is great except the trouble is the organization sometimes takes a bit of a hit. As you may have guessed, there's not a lot of spreadsheets going on here. However, this means we are blessed with shows that we can enjoy now, particularly ones taped pre-bus strike. And this is a great reminder of how important nightlife is to all of us. Now, the guest on this episode is the fabulous, the legendary, and the ever-so-charming Sammy Joe, or rather, DJ Sammy Joe. If you've ever been to a Scissor Sisters show, then you've heard this lady spinning on the decks. And if you are a habitué of New York, and the proper places, well, then you're more than familiar with Sammy Joe. And if you're not familiar at all with Sammy Joe, well, you'll be in love with Sammy Joe, by at least the 15-minute mark of this show. With all that, now it's time to hear my chat with the legendary DJ, DJ Sammy
1: Joe. Ooh, right I'm a little Brenda Vaccaro today. <laughs> that's appropriate, right, though, right? Yeah. I want to give the hey, listeners yeah, a touch yeah. of New York. And I yeah, think that that's... get your Kotex out.
0: <laughs> Thankfully, uh, well, Swing it all around. <laughs> we're working on them for a sponsor. Yeah. <laughs> we do actually have a feminine... Uh, care products that I can't, really? can't remember the name of right now. Maybe I'll do, dub that in later. Do but they? they did, yeah. Uh, yeah. I didn't do, do active women actually. I'll make actually yourself comfortable. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to lay down. <laughs> Cross will yeah,
1: make it arms. a little easier for you. I think. Yeah. <laughs> <Exactly. laughs> <laughs> you know, on my back is how I do my best work. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't, I figured I'd let you say that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I could see you thinking it. <laughs> You're enjoying a
1: lovely, what is that? A latte? Uh, uh, no, it's just a crappy ice coffee from a, uh, this big Heaven's Bagels. Oh, Heaven's
0: Bagels. Yes. I was part
1: of Heaven's Bagels for a while. but <laughs> really? uh, Yeah, then I said the philosophy
0: yeah. really got uh, a little too out of hand. I was in the touring company of Heaven's Bagels. <laughs> oh, that's right. That's yeah. right. Yeah. yeah. That's right. He that's uh, that's where you met our, our friend Jason, I think, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. He was my uh, understudy Oh, that's on right. the road. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and did he ever have to fill in for you? I can't remember how the story no,
1: went. No. No, unfortunately. No, that's too despite bad. Despite his best
0: efforts, I was well enough to do every single show. And You know, he did have a lot of sabotage <laughs> <laughs> lined up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Saboteur. <laughs> that's the name of his next record <laughs> it should be. it should
1: be it really should actually
0: <laughs> that's a good title and you know i like to do a little intro for everyone so here's a little special thing for you from the heart of new york city Whimsically Volatile is pleased and proud to present a staple of the New York Underground nightlife and other scenes. Please give a warm Whimsically Volatile welcome to Sammy Joe. Hey, everybody. I and love that, my intro music. And the nice, it's the theme song to Cagney and Lacey.
1: Is it? Really? I was gonna, <laughs> yeah. I was, wow, okay.
0: I was going to say something from the 70s, but... It does it have that sound to it. Yeah, yeah, it does have that sound to it. What are your favorite TV shows from the 70s?
1: Oh, God. There are so many good ones. I mean... I, there was like you know charlie's angels oh, yeah. bionic woman wonder yeah. woman was like i was obsessed with yeah um but then you know also you had like all in the family the jeffersons mm-hmm. good time you know it was like yeah. such a great oh, and what's happening what's happening yeah. yeah exactly which you know carried
0: over in, in, even into the 80s yeah it did that's right and that's another great theme song good times oh. was funny too because john amos had disputes with norman lear and then so he quit and they just were like okay that's fine or like they fired him or something and they really? were just like they just killed him off oh they were just killed off characters yeah oh remember the days ah uh, the good old days and they just kill him off <laughs> just kill him off <laughs> they do that kind of on law and order now though yeah they, yeah <laughs> yeah they're just like chop <laughs> yeah yeah because
1: uh, i know they chopped my friend mike from that show i love oh, they did yeah oh that's too bad
0: oh well, he was in it for a while though oh so. well that's he good had a good run oh yeah yeah I think he's doing fine. (laughs) And we know each other from Jake Shears. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know there's a drinking game for listeners of the show? Oh, God. That someone, one of our listeners, Kirby, created. It said, uh, every time that Brian or Katya mentions shitting himself, take a shot. Or every time that... Craig mentions the new Beverly and she improved it by saying, oh, but every time he mentions Jake Shears, take a shot too. And I was like, you're going to get blacked out. So. <laughs> usually if, if, his, if he or his name is around, you usually end up blacked out. Someone's going to get blacked Someone's out. Someone's going to be, yeah, exactly. I think I was playing that game
1: last night. I was playing it all weekend with him.
0: Yeah, that's what I heard. That's Oof. what I heard. It was a long, long weekend. Oh, God. Apparently she's I really... Come. <laughs> she's a lot. She's very I'm active. Very, yeah. yeah. No, that's the thing. we
1: like when he's around, it's like he'll be up at like you know 11 in the morning Be like hey what's going on let's go get some breakfast i'm like
0: in the crypt still <laughs> when i first stayed over his place in la I don't know if it was the second or third day. It was like, hey, we're up. And then eventually there was just a note left. Like, this is where we're at. Come meet us. Because there was no waking me up the third right, day. He yeah, He was like, all right. Okay. Yeah, and he's like, okay, <laughs> yeah. you good? You feeling like you good? Yeah, he's yeah. always like, oh, I don't feel so bad. I mean, like he like had two hours of sleep. Yeah. She's, so that, a, ma- she's a machine that one. <laughs> so therefore, when he does say, oof, I feel a little ooh, then it's yeah, right. a special day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're like, hallelujah. When did you and Jason meet? <clears throat> we met in... <clears throat> excuse me it's okay let's take that again <clears throat> yeah when did you and jason meet <laughs> we
1: met in 2001 yeah it was actually short shortly before 9 11 because i remember he was uh he was go-go dancing at a cyber fetish party that i was djing at called uh-huh. click and drag mm-hmm. and i forget it was somehow like the theme had to do with like cartoons or something like and he was dancing with these like fake Homer Simpson eyeball glasses on it was really weird, and then but then like in like a leather g-string oh, or, sure. sh- or jockstrap or something like that. Yeah, so it was a really fucked up costume <laughs> or something like that. And I was like, who is this weirdo? And turns out he lived uh at that time. He was living on my block. So we would just always like hang out see each other at this like cafe called Ciao for now yeah. and there was a whole gaggle it was like a very like Dorothy Parker kind of situation on our block because it was like it's really amazing you know, that guy <clears throat> G spot who was a bartender at the cock and everywhere Yeah. and Justin Vivian Bond you know we were together then so we lived together and then um Darren Dryden, who is one of the owners of Club Coming now, who owned mm-hmm. Eastern Block back then blah, 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 he lived on the block. You know, some I think one of the Chicks lived on our block. Oh, yeah. It was just this like really amazing kind of gaggle yeah. of like vagabonds that lived on our <laughs> right around our block so we'd all hang out at this place. So it was just sort of, you know, this weird gang yeah exactly what stretch of the city would that be uh it was 12th street between a and b oh, okay yeah yeah sadly the the cafe isn't there although they do i think they do catering now or something like that oh well, that's th- that's good they've transitioned into yeah we yeah. kind of ran them into the ground i think <laughs> <laughs> they are like
0: we're done no more public yeah, facing no yeah, uh, we're just gonna yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah appointment only <laughs> exactly yeah it calls. yeah do not enter
1: <laughs> yeah when did you moved to new york uh i moved to the city in 1995 mm-hmm. so i've been here uh just about 25 years now 25 and, years this january and where'd you move from uh i was growing i kind of grew up mo- mainly in the suburbs up in westchester uh-huh. in a, town, a little town called rye it was like you know very hideously bougie and <laughs> Whatnot, but I was always coming into the city as much as I could just yeah. as a kid and stuff. So I always knew I'd end up here.
0: How far away is it? It's like 40
1: minutes on the train. Oh, that's not
0: bad at all. Yeah. Then. Yeah. No,
1: it, people will say, Oh, upstate. That's not upstate. Like <laughs> Hudson Valley's upstate. That's,
0: that's like what? Three hours away. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe two. Yeah. It's like another country too. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Fully. So yeah. by the time you moved to New York, you were pretty familiar with it.
1: Oh yeah. I was like, I had been coming here for a long time and, and I always knew I wanted to live in the village and, you know, I had a, a gaggle of friends that live down here. So I always sort of knew I'd end up in this part of town Mm -hmm. and I just
0: never left really. Mm -hmm. And did you know you were going to be DJing? Um,
1: no, I had no, I mean, I look back now and I think, oh yeah, it was always that idiot that would like take over the stereo system at parties. You know, somehow I'd right. always end up being that person. Right. And I did a little bit in, in, I did some in high school actually at this like non-alcoholic teen dance club. <laughs>
0: <laughs> which is amazing because that's what you're doing <laughs> now too, right? On, on <laughs> yeah. afternoons. Yeah, and, and, yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that's your passion. Uh, and I, yeah, it really I, is. The night stuff is just to s- support that. Which yeah, is good. exactly. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Yeah, it was this uh,
1: this teen dance club called. <laughs> it was called uh, "Downstream," and <laughs> God,
2: that's oh really God, all this
1: stuff. It was actually called "Dead Fish Float Downstream." These girls came up with the name, but they wow. just, we just shortened it to "Downstream." Where are they at? Do you have any leads uh, on them?
0: Oh yeah, actually, I still keep in touch with oh, cool. uh,
1: a couple of them. Actually, most of them, really. Uh, I just saw
0: one when I was out on tour. Um, oh yes, that's right, because you she, are the touring DJ for the Jake Shears Extravaganza, <laughs> exactly, right? <laughs> yes, as well as every yeah. Scissor Sisters tour. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Um, but yeah, so one of the girls is karma geiger who was I, I was in love with when we were in middle school um and it was like my first like not my eh, kind of my first girlfriend girlfriend yeah. <clears throat> so i see her because she lives in uh minneapolis saint paul mm-hmm. and then leslie de, de was this other girl that was kind of part of the troupe and she lives in seattle and i sort of see her whenever i'm out there mm-hmm. i just actually talked to her the other day but um and then one of the other girls, Haley Wam, and I, I, we sort of are Facebook in touch, but yeah, but still um, like you're in c- contact with kind of, yeah, really yeah, cool. yeah, 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 we, exactly. yeah, we sort of, we lost touch and then kind of came back around. Like that was one, like, one of those like small perks of Facebook where like we oh. came back around and like found yeah. each other and yeah. sort of now kind of, you know, sort of like and laugh about things
0: <laughs> like and heart symbols. Exactly. yeah, Yeah. 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 Well, that, you know, that's one of the great things about social media. I always like to point out every good thing about social media because it's so fashionable to shit on sash- social right. media. Or Sasha Media as well. Yeah. Yes. Oh, I hate Sasha Media. Oh, she's she's such, such a bitch. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, she's I don't rotten. want to get into my story about it. It's uh, <laughs> actionable.
1: Yeah, it's yeah. I, that's the thing. It's sort of like, I mean, you know, of course social media is like, there's like the worst of the worst. You yeah, know, like exactly. Twitter is like completely toxic now, right? I think. Yeah, it is. Um, Where... But I think, you know, with Facebook, you, can, you can't you – everyone sort of is like, oh, it's just like an echo chamber. It's like, yeah, but it's like all my friends, you know, yeah, all the right. people that, you know, I don't necessarily – text every day or something like that
0: or you know you can stay lightly aware of everyone's going right, on right and then therefore you sort of have an impression of what their life is like yeah and also like you know like most of my friends
1: like we just like to ruin each other's days so it's great That's very true. that i can do yeah. it here in new york yeah. while they're in australia or yeah. they're in london uh-huh. like i can just shit all over their day from the comfort of my own home perfect you don't have to travel on a subway yeah. i could be anywhere That's and ruin <laughs> someone's day
0: i was happy that i ruined your day one time with that tea porn. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: God. You, you, yeah, you're pretty good at
0: ruining things. Thank you very much. Yeah, yeah. Your, te-
1: yeah your messages are quite... <laughs> R- ruinous.
0: <laughs> i like that i appreciate <laughs> that i take that as a very high honor from but you yeah yeah you should it is it is such a compliment <laughs> the we're fr- <laughs> getting back a frowny face or just like the flat eyes uh-huh. yeah. Uh, yeah that's a good one yeah, yeah exactly and i think i don't know if we met on the night work tour but we sort of were two ships passing in the night i, I did the after party and right we connected on social media I think. yes yeah yeah, 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 yeah. it yeah. was around yeah that would have been so it was like 2010 yeah ish yeah i think so yeah yeah and then God, it's uh, so weird to think that it, that is like a decade ago. Isn't In that insane? Pretty, yeah, it's I'm so still, weird. I'm
1: still thinking, yeah, like I still think of like 2013. It's like, oh, that was like last year. Yeah, no, it's like, yeah. Oh,
0: no, that was six years ago. <laughs> right, right. It's about to be 2020 soon. Yeah. Yeah. So old. Yeah. <laughs> very, very old. Very old. Very old. Yeah. Um, that's the uh, that's the new series that we're gonna do. Very old. Yeah. <laughs> I should run that podcast. Let me be a guest because I am forty three, fairly newly forty three. Absolutely, you can be my first. You can be my first guest. Oh, good. That's nice. I'd like to help debut that. Yeah, and we'll just get older and older and older as they go. See, it's good we've got that working for us already. So yeah. All
2: right.
0: <laughs> so what was high school like in general? You were uh, doing the these, worst. Yeah, it was the worst. It
1: was rotten. I like can't. And thank God my parents um, moved uh i lived in florida for a little while and they moved back down there once my dad retired what part um, of florida were you in the uh, in jacksonville so okay. like northern florida so it's like it's like the largest city in america
0: and it's still fucking red or <laughs> dyed yeah. red blood red okay. republican sure um i forget about that sometimes but my parents now live most of the year in sunrise okay. and my dad is always apoplectic with rage about the republicanism yeah around the area yeah, yeah
1: it's yeah It's great though, because somehow like in the last, well, really, since like Obama became president, my parents turned into these like flaming Democrats. They were always kind of like, you know, socially liberal, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, But now they're like, die hard, (laughs) like to the point where I'm like, all right, calm the (laughs) fuck, (laughs) calm down. Can we watch something besides MSNBC, please? Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. My dad is also
0: addicted to uh, those programs. Yeah.
1: My mom. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy now. But, um, but yeah, so high school was terrible, Mm -hmm. you know? I was bullied, you know, picked on, blah blah blah. Yeah, like, you yeah. know, like I couldn't even pretend to be somewhat masculine. So it was just yeah, it was like, not a it was such a you know sitting duck.
0: Was middle school better or yeah, none of it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yeah. like you know, it was rotten, all of it. Yeah, totally. But you know, yeah. Hey, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. <laughs> That's right. That's right. the message or to a today. Or a drug show. addict and an alcoholic, <laughs> <laughs> either or both. Either or, you know, exactly. <laughs> Oh, pardon, we're taking a water break. Yeah, oh,
1: sorry, I keep sipping on this no, coffee. That's okay. This coffee this... is like bigger than my head. <laughs> <laughs> like, thank God. Yeah.
0: <laughs> no, that's a, we do a lot of uh, ASMR on the show. So a lot of soda a lot of uh, actually brian will eat on the show sometimes which drives oh, Some you know what i was thinking i was like oh i'll just like stop and get a bagel on the way and i was like oh yeah like so then everyone can just hear me
1: chomping on a bagel <laughs> that's really
0: do you, would you like any uh any double mint or anything that's always good on, <laughs> yeah. yeah what are you insinuating <laughs> <laughs> yeah every, altoid? would you like an altoid anytime someone offers that i'm like oh wait yeah uh, do i yeah. yeah 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 although one time i was on a working on a shoot and my friend that i was working with was just like hey listen i don't know what happened this morning but your breath is terrible and i I don't know i don't know either but um i remember seeing nita post something that said something about someone saying that someone's breath smelled like cocaine and i thought that that was the best wow
1: (laughs) that's we had a drink last night my friend darren had a drink last night that literally smelled like cocaine it was like it was something about it had beetroot in it and somehow that wow yeah weird i don't know but uh, up
0: of uh, our beetroot intake. Yeah. Yeah. That's <laughs> the company I keep.
1: <laughs> <laughs> right. These beetroot heads. These be- yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> so rotten. Then, so then you moved to New York and what was your first setup in New York? What was your first apartment? Um, it's the apartment that I still live in. Oh, really?
1: Yeah. Really? Uh, yeah. It was rent stabilized and I moved in with a girl from, from Rye. Um, uh-huh and yeah we found this place it was like i think it was like just over a thousand bucks a month for a two-bedroom which oh, is crazy wow yeah so it was rent stabilized so you know i couldn't now it's like you know i could it's a steal for what it you know where it is no, now it's crazy yeah um, it's and i could never yeah. afford to live in this neighborhood <laughs> if i didn't have that so yeah i just never i just never gave it up why would you yeah, yeah never. exactly no yeah. it's a really and it's you know it's cute like for a new york apartment it's a really n- neat place so yeah and I love it. Yeah. And I still, you know, as much as the neighborhood has been gentrified, I'm because my life is like I'm around, you know, Monday to Friday during the day. I get yeah. to like have it sort of have the neighborhood to myself, whereas like <laughs> everyone else is
0: like nine to five. or something, Oh, sure. That kind of yeah. Yeah. So, you know, it's not so bad. And what's your work schedule? We're going to hop back and forth. But so yeah. you're yeah. So Monday through Friday. I mean, do you do I do gigs during the week though, I right? do some
1: gigs during the week. It's, you know, it sort of comes and goes like there'll be, you know, certain monthly, like I'll do a guest spot at Machine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was doing a monthly thing at house of yes for a while. And and house of yes, is that club coming? No house of Yes is, is like its own club out in Bushwick. It's oh, really amazing. Okay. I don't know why I got that confused. But. <clears throat> yeah. House of coming is, um, on Saturdays. Oh, okay, right, so gotcha. Easy, yeah. Easy, okay, two different houses. <laughs> that's there you yeah. go. Yeah, <laughs> not to be confused with ball houses, it's, <laughs> right? It's a whole a whole other yeah, whole exactly, different thing, or, or other, warehouses, other, or I, warehouses. Yeah,
0: whole <laughs> other community. And Mattachine is held at Bar Julius, right? Yes. And that's yeah. uh, the party that's put together by John Cameron Mitchell and Amber Martin.
1: Yes, and um, um their guest uh, DJ Angela DiCarlo. Carlo. Oh, that's
0: right. Yeah. yeah
1: you no, know, she's gonna hate me for that because she always she's oh. always like, I'm not a guest DJ. <laughs> So me and Dan and Artichio always tease her about Oh, they're letting you guest DJ this month But she, she's been like one of the founders For like 10 years so. Right, right. Um, yeah, so I get to fill in there, which I love It's one of my favorite parties
0: I was so excited too, I, I'd wanted to go to that party for mm-hmm. ages And then I got and to so guest at for, I, it for. I, yeah, I love it so much mm-hmm. And I got to do it in LA When they came out to LA mm. with Jason And then right. and then I ended up going to New Orleans With him after being in Kentucky And did mm-hmm. it again, it was so much fun yeah. Especially in New Orleans where it's like bizarre it's bizarro yeah down yeah there, it's like right? the upside down world <laughs> yeah really in the best is. in the best way oh yeah absolutely yeah it's probably like the, that's probably one of
1: the one of the few cities i know i would easily move to if for some reason uh-huh. i was like oh we can set you up with a
0: you know job and a place to live yeah in a heartbeat i'd be like yep let's do it my first uh take on new orleans i was well <clears throat> first time i was in new orleans there was a scary incident at the airbnb so it was Ooh. a little freaky it was christmas we went down to visit jason and mm-hmm. i guess we were I picked a place on the wrong side of the tracks without knowing.
1: Oh, oh, wow. That's one of the few towns that
0: you can really be on the wrong side of the tracks. (laughs) You you really can. Yeah. Yeah. If you're across the tracks, it can be really scary. Really scary. And we had no idea. I picked it because it was like five blocks from his place. We thought, oh, Oh, good. And uh, then, uh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) five blocks in a certain
1: direction can...
0: (laughs) Yeah. make a big it's a big difference. difference and then when the locals when i was telling the story about the guy banging on the front door screaming open the fucking door open the fucking door for like five minutes straight shining a flashlight through the transom window
2: oh, then he God. stopped
0: and went around to the window above the bed and i wear corrective lenses and i'm very blind without them so mm. i was in bed, naked and blind, with this banging <laughs> on the window. Sounds like a good night. <laughs> yeah, but the big flashlight. That's a whole, yeah. <laughs> Sounds have we like all, a Tuesday. <laughs> have we all paid for that scenario at some <laughs> time? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So um, that put a little bit of a weird, uh, let's say, taint. Tint. Yeah. Tint. Tint. There we go. That's it. <laughs> Put a little weird tint weird on taint. that. <laughs> I don't know. It just popped into my mind. Yeah. Eye. yeah. Right. Uh, so stained, it stained the experience a little, yes. but then going back, I was really taken with it. Now that's definitely a place where it's such a culture shock that the second time you go back, you're like, Oh, I get it. Now. Yeah. I yeah.
1: mean, well, it's funny. Cause my first time there too, was it was somewhat, I think it was kind of maybe a year, less than a year after Katrina. Okay. And so it was real, it was, but it was really wild, because we went down, <clears throat> Daniel Narditio took a bunch of us down, because he was doing a concert with um, uh, uh, Nina Hagen. Oh, wow, okay. At One Eye Jacks. And it was my first time and I was like all oh, excited, because like, New Orleans, New Orleans, da, da, da. Yeah. And, um, and it was just, everything was, they were so, everyone was so shell-shocked still, and it was oh, still yeah. kind of like deep in recovery oh, mode. Oh, totally, yeah. So it was kind of not like this great festive <laughs> town that sure. you always sort of had in your mind, or I yeah. had in my mind. Um, and so I was like, Oh, you know, well, that's, it's, it's a little bit weird down here. And then when I went back like the second and third, whatever times it was just a blast and so much yeah. fun. And, you know, it's, uh, it's just like, there's something about that town. That's
0: really kind of, I hate to use the word magical. So it's uh, you know, uh, mystical, mystical. There you go. That's yeah. much better. Yeah. Right. Or, um, potentially troublesome for those who might be on uh, the precipice the, of, <laughs> yeah, it's really, yeah, it's a pit. It is. Anyone who uh, has the tendency to throw their life away, if they go down there. Oh yeah. yeah. It's time. ground
1: zero. <laughs> it's yeah, kinda yeah, it can be like a Hope's graveyard. <laughs> <laughs> really if you're can. not careful.
0: You really can. I remember when we like slid into another bar after we did Mattachine and mm-hmm. it was like two thirty and I was like, oh we're just still open i mean great yeah. we're having fun and we just played until it was very very late and then yeah. we went somewhere else and yeah. I, I was like what, what are we doing what, yeah. not that i was uh, not that i had a problem with it but i was yeah. like oh okay yeah. yeah well and it's oh yeah we went to the new bar Northern. where you could buy poppers that's right okay oh, yeah. of course <laughs> <laughs> jay were you with jason what how did you
1: know huh? wait a yeah. second how did you know that um and i love it in new orleans when you like we're just telling that yeah i was in my head i'm like all right um, two thirty a.m. or p.m. Like, you know, like we go into a bar and you're like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, but was it like in the morning or was it at night? No, exactly. Like, it's, right. New Orleans is so twenty four hours that you really have to distinguish. Oh no, it was like four thirty in the afternoon, <laughs> right? Because right. well, well, like, like anywhere else, you know, anywhere else, you'd be like, oh, obviously it was the afternoon. It's got to be this
0: time. Yeah. No, no. 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 There it just goes. <laughs> it goes. It goes. Exactly. No. It's a good point. Always clarify when talking <laughs> yeah. about New Orleans. <laughs> 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 what uh, we mentioned, you mentioned. Uh, You mentioned gentrification before, and I want to know a little bit about what it was like in '95 when you came here.
1: Well, um, when I got here, it was sort of like, I guess, kind of. Some people would say it like was deep already into happening. I felt like it was kind of still just happening. Was still there was still a little bit of danger to the the, like Avenue A was fine, but like B, C, and D seemed like really still kind of sketchy. Okay, so like Um, this is uh, we're currently taping on Avenue C.
0: What was this place like?
1: Oh, it was like yeah. It felt like it was like the scariest. Okay. Even though it, it you know, it was sort of. I. This sounds, you know, cliche. It was like scary to outsiders, but you know what I mean. Like if you, sure. Of, like if I'd, come if you felt then, like you, yeah. yeah. If this was like, for me, it was like moving into the place that like I always thought I, belong, or you know, I wanted to belong, or I felt like this was you wanted you to know. add
0: danger to. Right. <laughs> exactly.
1: <laughs> but you know, like and and in a way it was very like, and someone explained to me, they're like, they're, it's actually kind of, it was safe down here because nobody wants to like start at that point. Nobody wanted to start trouble and bring cops around. So it's like, you kind of were okay. Yeah. You know, in most of the, most of the streets here, but, mm-hmm. um, but it was, it was still, you know, there were still like hookers on the streets occasionally and like, you know, junkies passing out in the doorways sure. and you know, that kind of color. They call yeah, it. yeah, exactly. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, you know, crack pipes on the street or whatever, <laughs> but you know, it, it wasn't quite um, Warriors yeah. level. No, yeah. <laughs> no. Actually, you know what's funny? You should bring that. I, my, a friend of mine, her dad wrote the
0: Warriors. Oh my and god! I lived, with her, I lived with her for a little while too. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, that's such a great movie. Oh, so good. And it caused so know. much trouble that the, you know, that movie Over the Edge with Matt Dillon. I do. That movie was shelved because of all the violence that was happening, and at some of the theaters showing the Warriors, because really? there was actual fights breaking out and all that. So, Over the Edge was supposed to come out in what I don't know, seventy nine. Yeah. People got freaked out, shelved it, and then it was released via HBO. Oh, God. But that's, I think, how we all saw it. Yeah. So that's all right. Yeah. And I think only Matt Dillon came out of that. That was his yeah. first movie. Right. He yeah. Sort yeah. Of discovered oh, him he's that so through that. Hot. Yeah.
2: <laughs>
0: a good looking man. <laughs> and uh, yeah, in all eras, too. He hasn't like, he hasn't yeah. rotted away. Yeah. No, it's surprising. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, uh, next on the Matt Dillon show. Uh, we're going to be doing a series on We're talking on about him. his teeth. Yeah. <laughs> well, we should talk about that on Getting Old. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. Choppers. Yeah, w- chopper. Yeah. <laughs> That'll be a, to- that's a topic. Uh, <laughs> Top a running, choppers. Yeah. Set- <laughs> Erotic topic. Ah, exactly. Check out his choppers. It's time for choppers got, now. Yeah, who has got, got, got the new ones. T- <laughs> who's got the best caps mm-hmm. and who's dental work? So, <laughs> exactly. So it was a little bit sketchy, but charmingly so. And also oh, yeah. you were familiar with the city, so it wasn't that big yeah, of a deal. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it
1: was just. And, you know, there was such a thriving sort of like alternative gay community and drag community and you know that it was just it was just a real it was very like um i don't say inspiring but it was just sort of like there was just this really, yeah. <laughs> yeah. tragical <laughs> tragical <laughs> tragical, <laughs> tragical. <laughs> fabulous yeah yeah um but you know it was just like it, it just felt like
0: you know really it was really an interesting place to be yeah you know so you were already in love with the city you moved to the city and then when do you start working in nightlife uh uh, even before uh, a Uh girlfriend of mine kristen who was a roommate of mine when i studied
1: abroad and she hooked me up with this job working at irving plaza at a party that johnny dinell and um brian butterick who rest in peace just passed away um we're doing called gray gardens. Oh, okay. And it was on Saturday nights after like all the concerts were done, they would go and set up the room. They were like projectors yeah. and screens and da, da da. Um and uh I was like they're basically what they call a Gwen, which is like their personal assistant okay. slash slave to like set things up and take things down at the end of the night. Sure. So yeah, so I started doing that on Saturdays yeah. and then I moved into the city and I started, you know, I kept doing that and then they also Johnny was also part of the whole like Jackie 60 team, and so then they kind of brought me into that. And my friend Kristen was their assistant. She left to go work full-time at Miramax. And so I took over her position. Oh, cool. As like Johnny and Chi Chi's
0: assistant. And explain for those who don't know what Jackie Sixty is. Uh,
1: it's a, It was a weekly Tuesday night party that happened in the meatpacking district. And it was like different themes every week. Like really intricate and, you know, sort of... It was like highbrow, lowbrow, uh-huh. goofy, but also like really insanely smart. Uh-huh, um Sure complex themes and and it was like you know
0: <laughs> good, someone's playing sound effects right yeah that side. Exactly. Know, this is yeah. the sound of new york yeah, yeah. welcome <laughs> welcome to the east village it's very quiet except for during tapings which yeah is, which of is course great. yeah <laughs> e- yeah every
1: every car alarm
0: is going off now yeah.
1: um but it was just like this amazing you know tuesday night party <clears throat> sort of you know where it would be everyone from like you know gutter rats to you know francesco clemente uh-huh, kind of sure. partying together and and yeah. that did you know wasn't nobody cared about who anyone was they just were there for this like great music and these great themes and people dressing up and yeah they would do shows and there'd be like you know three act plays there's nothing that they would put on <laughs> like it was just really really um really like cool and full-on fun yeah. full-on and super like quintessential new york
0: place mm-hmm. Did Squeezebox open around this, that
1: time? Yeah, it was, um, Jackie started in, I think it was like 90. It started at Nell's actually, uh, which oh, was a right, club back uh, from back then. Oh,
0: wow. The one that <clears throat> Nell Campbell? Yes. Okay. And yeah. then
1: shortly after it moved to its own space, um, on 14th and Washington, right on the corner there, uh. But uh, Squeezebox, I think, started almost around the same time. It might have been like a year or two later, because I think Michael Schmidt started that. We just um, actually did one with Michael. Oh, uh, yeah, Devin uh, Green. It's, it hasn't one of come my out favorite yet, fucking
0: people. He's amazing. Yeah.
1: I didn't really, we didn't, I mean, we kind of, I knew of him, obviously, because I would go to Squeezebox all the time. But um, I never really got to hang out with him until much, you know, in
0: recent time. Yeah. And he's, yeah, just a great guy. When I first met him, it was in New Orleans, and uh, I just saw someone with this amazing Eyes of Laura Mars shirt, and then mm-hmm. we started nattering yeah. about, yeah.
1: No, he's, I mean, and talk, I mean, talk about a genius. Like, oh, my God, He's yeah. such a brilliant designer yeah. and decorator, and all, I mean, like, he's, there's really not, I don't think there's anything he can't do. Right, right, and he's hilarious, a, Keep too. his hands off young dancers at the corner <laughs> pocket. Listen, everyone only, has things to work thing he can't do.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but if you could have something, and, you know, Hey, yeah, <laughs> it's common yeah. Affliction, he, would, he would be the first to admit it too. So, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, then you're working with them and you're working yep. at, uh, at Jackie 60 in the what position again? Well, or, I was like their, s- their I was
1: making, like their office assistant. So, okay. and then they took over the whole, then they bought the whole club and started running, you know, the whole space. And so I was sort of like the office man. I was like the office manager. Oh, cool. Um, and, uh, yeah. And I did that for a couple of years until they closed, they closed, closed and sold it to this really great guy, Tommy Frain, who bought mm-hmm. it and turned it into, it was mother when they owned it. And then they, he bought it and turned it into filter 14. I worked for him for a couple of years and then,
0: and tell people about mother. Cause that was a major mother, place too, right?
1: Yeah. Mother was great. It was, it was basically the, you know, brainchild of Johnny and, and Chi Chi. And then, <clears throat> and Chi Chi's last name, Chi Chi Valenti. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Chi Chi Valenti, who they're this you know, great sort of yeah. couple in nightlife. So yeah, they took, they bought the space and then started, you know, curating all the different nights or you mm-hmm. know people would come in and throw nights there and it was everything from like you know they did a spoof on biography and it was like you know but more like drag downtown stuff okay and there was like goth nights we did the cyber fetish night called click and drag that i was talking about before mm-hmm. on saturday nights there um click club which had been there before jackie even was there yeah was still the like the, the friday night lesbian night um yeah it was just you know it was a real like it was sort of just like this extension of jackie where they could do sure. all like instead of having like you know it was sort of like any theme that had been happening at jackie sort of became its own night in some ways oh, okay yeah and, right and it's, you right know, it was like like spin uh, spin-off, yeah the exactly series. yeah <laughs> exactly yeah like the jeffersons was exactly. all in the family <laughs> right yeah. yeah
0: and different strokes at hello
1: larry yeah <laughs> exactly yeah yeah and wkrp in cincinnati was maybe related some, to something i will uh we'll get know. back to you on that yeah, yeah. Right. anyway
0: yeah do you remember the new WKRP in Cincinnati? They no. rebooted it. Oh, God. It, I wanted to like it. Tawny Catane and Michael Debar are on it, so I really wanted to like it, but oh, uh, wow. you can't really redo a show like that. Uh, certainly not with them. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's
2: terrible. Michael, if you I don't know them. No, I'm sure they're lovely people. They, lovely people. I'm sure they're lovely, lovely lovely really people. Really people. Nice. Yes, they're fabulous people. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the ex- opinions expressed by the guests of Whimsically <laughs> Volatile do not represent the opinions of the management, so just want to get that disclaimer wink, in there. <laughs> That's why it's audio only. You can't yeah. see the gesturing and the air quotes <laughs> and all that stuff right <laughs> so you're doing that and so so i'm
1: doing that and then and then uh, it was like end of 2003 um i got a call from from uh, jason aka jake shears and i remember i was like laying in bed and all of a sudden the answering machine clicked on which how weird is that to think of answering machines these <laughs> days for, for those of you listening an answering machine is what you
0: used to pick up your phone when you didn't want to talk to someone well listen if uh they're still with us after the wkrp in cincinnati uh <laughs> gags and cagney right. talk yeah you know well, pretty mean. much we shaved off anyone that was born <laughs> after 79
1: i think so yeah um uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah. And it was Jason calling from, I think he was in London at the point and he's like, Hey, um, we're going on tour. It's our first big proper tour. Do you want to be our DJ? And so, and the rest is sort of, you know, scissors history. And I yeah. just joined the circus pretty much, which was great. <laughs> and so I quit, I had, you know, I didn't have to quit, but I was just like, oh, you know what? I'm going to just dive in and just do yeah. this DJ thing right, full time and see how it goes. And had you traveled a lot before then? Not really. I'd been to London a couple times. Um, and DJ like for cause, uh, I was you know I was with Justin Vivian Bond and she was doing Kiki and Herb and that was huge in London so like I'd occasionally go over there and like we I think we did a New Year's Eve party there one year mm-hmm. um so I had little teeny tr- like 3 and 4 day trips uh, to London you know before I started with the band and then but then once I was with the band it was like you know I was there all the t- it all was the like time, this weird yeah, yeah crazy blip where i was like in london almost more than i was in new york in a way well london was like sort of the the hometown almost of the band right right? yeah well exactly and it was was just london was a really um amazing it was a great time there too because you had um sort of this like soho kind of like popped back into this like gay mecca in a way Uh um and uh it there was a i was just talking about last night the club called the ghetto uh-huh. Which is down this like real pissy alley behind the Astoria? <laughs> <laughs> and it was sort of like the it was like the sort of antidote to the, the you know gay at the Astoria, which was like this big gay oh you know, sure yeah yeah pop sensation thing, and then there's like Ghetto, which was like electro clash to its core like nag 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 was the wednesday night party the cock was the party they did on the fridays yeah um and we all just used to hang out there was just like a pit it was great
0: it was so much fun (laughs) we like a pit yeah 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 Yeah. and electro clash that was the big thing and that was birthed and here (laughs) right it was yeah yeah, exactly like ghetto was sort of the the Lux. Okay, and Lux was, Lux
1: was this party uh, or this club in Williamsburg, sort of before Williamsburg even was Williamsburg yeah. in a way, um, that Larry T had started and was sort of like where uh, I would guess would be like the birth of Electro Clash in a way. Yeah.
0: Some might say, I think. I think so, yeah. No. Yeah. And um, a lot of that happened after. 911 right right exactly so that was yeah so it would have been like
1: i think like 2002 3 or so yeah was all you know that's kind of when all that was sort of like bubbled up and then 2004 excuse me. Um, <clears throat> you're getting overwhelmed with emotion and yeah, it's touch. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um,
1: yeah, yeah. I'm overwhelmed. Cause I'm realizing now it was like 16 years ago, <laughs> but yeah. So 2004, like the album, like the first scissors album came out and it was just like, they were like the toast of the town. Yeah. And you know, it was like, London
0: was our playground. It was such a wonderful, wonderful time. Mm. I loved it. It was great. And then how, Quickly, did you go from the novelty of touring to like, oh my God? Um, Or did you ever have that moment?
1: After the first one? No.
0: (laughs) (laughs) The first day. After
1: the first day. (laughs) Uh, No, I mean, I will see. For me, it was easy because like I just had to go on, you know, play some before the shows and then I'm like done. I didn't have to like be in hair and makeup during the day to do interviews and TV shows, which, you know, it's like, you know, after a while, it's the the funness of that wears off sure um but i always i always enjoyed touring it just you know it's but i got breaks like yeah. they didn't get breaks so for them it was a lot harder yeah. after a while sure but you know after after like the first i would say kind of after the first album it was sort of then you just kind of it's like oh yeah this is just like what i do
0: yeah okay you yeah because a lot of times that we talk to people who yeah, experience burnout after the first right. initial wave of stuff especially with the queens yeah when it's very relatable you know suddenly instead of like looking for a bunch of gigs you're being thrown opportunities yeah. for a lot of money and it's hard to say no right to them and then you know what you have to at some point carve out some time for yourself right. and all of that yeah well
1: and yeah and and uh i like once i started with the band i got an agent and then i was like touring a bunch on my own so for me actually touring was like the like sort of a great break from having to like go and do stuff on my own, sure. which can get, that gets like, that gets old really quickly. Uh-huh. Cause you're just like, and, and I mean, I I obviously feel lucky that I got to do it. So I'm don't, don't mean to like, no, shit no, over well, that, no but of course like, not. Yeah. But it is that thing where like every weekend you're sort of like, and, and sometimes like three or four nights a week, you're just like, thrown into the situation you don't know anyone you have to meet people and make you know instantly sort of like get to, it's like speed dating in a way because you sure. like every time you meet someone you have to like tell them your story and blah 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 and you know and then like the yeah. next night you're meeting you know and then you get to i mean luckily i got to go to places you know a couple times so you just make friends and you yeah know, you get to revisit them but a lot of it is just like one you know you're there for like 12 hours yeah and it's that gets really that gets old really quick what's the day like when you're on one of those tours sleeping yeah i mean well it's like you kind of usually like you wake up because chances are they butch you an early train to and you fly or an early flight you know so like you've got to get up early you get to where you're gonna go and then like get to a hotel sleep until dinner or something (laughs) like that and then like go and do the gig and i mean it's great like it is a lot of fun but it, it does get old Sure, also, fairly, fairly quickly.
0: Yeah. Especially the, just the energy of meeting new people all the time. Yeah. And like, yeah. And, and just, you know, um, just trying to be nice. is so hard. <laughs> no,
1: I'm kidding. I'm totally kidding. <laughs> Oh,
0: so nice. I know. It's a, um, no. smiling yeah, mix. What was it? Yeah. The line from Rocky like, Horror. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I,
1: but yeah, I mean, the thing is that you like, I got to, I met some just like amazing people and people that I'm still friends with today and great experience but yeah for me like touring was always sort of nice because i was like oh great i get to
0: do this with uh you know my friends yeah totally right yeah and then you guys got up to some well you guys had very very tame days off on the tours right
1: yeah that's (laughs) the thing everyone's like oh what are like crazy like what's your crazy tour story and honestly like we were a bunch of like nerds on tour, right? I mean, we were nerds anyway, but yeah. like, but I mean, you know, it's like, I think maybe the first couple, maybe the first two or three tours, we'd get a lit, like a little crazy on the bus and drink and whatnot. But yeah. like, after a while, everyone's just like, no, you don't want to wake up hungover every fucking day, and right. you want to just, you know, hungover on a bus is not really, yeah, and like, fun. yeah, exactly. You're not getting, you're not really getting good sleep and stuff like that. So you know, it just, it sort of was very tame, yeah, most times on the road, like. In between tours, <laughs> shit went down.
0: Like, I remember hearing something about some hotel suite, oh, like on the top of some. Yeah, I yeah. don't. I don't think Jason's allowed back in the W in Barcelona. <laughs>
1: That's. I'm the pretty word. sure. I'm pretty sure he might not be allowed in any W at this oh, point. Oh, sure, right, right. Yeah, <laughs> interesting. No, I've never visited him at a W. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, we tore that shit. Up. Oh God, yeah. So that was the, that was sort of when we would sort of kick up our heels and have some fun is in between in between
0: sure yeah i'm sure you must have stories of like horrible gigs that you show up and like the tech isn't right or they didn't book you for the right thing or they had a different impression do you have any standouts with that
1: i i was i was fairly lucky like i did i didn't really have that many like i don't have that many horror stories where it was just like like the worst things were like i got like a corporate gig in in portugal or something and it was like a you know liquor sponsor like jameson liquor sponsor party and like no one wanted to go to the fucking party so it was like two people there and you know just like looking around you're just like oh god right right. you know calculating like dollars per minute (laughs) (laughs) yeah those are fun yeah exactly but you know i i think for me to like because i was sort of booked under the um you know of my association with scissor sisters it was fairly evenly matched of what i could do and also i i was lucky that i got to play when i usually played straight places so it was i got to play just like real banging electro oh yeah yeah and like dirty house music right so it was kind of rare that
0: i was mismatched for what i oh that's good what i was you know sent out to do in right day, most of the time and, and let's get to some of the music that when you started djing what were you playing
1: uh when i started i mean not at downstream
0: although you can get into that (laughs) if you want to i mean i still
1: play those fucking records (laughs) trust me yeah yeah you're still gonna hear like new order (laughs) but like when i started i guess i i mean it was sort of a mix it's kind of like what i usually do
0: um it's a mix of everything like disco house rock electro yeah um it's kind of like someone asked me about what the theme was for Video Videodrome and I was mm-hmm. like, here's what it is. It's things Craig likes. That's yeah. it. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah. exactly. It. It's sort of, yeah. I mean, that's the thing. It's kind of
1: like, you know, I started out doing a little bit of everything and especially, and that's kind of what like brought me and Jason because we like all different kinds yeah, of things and totally. you can see it in the scissors music. Cause it's like, there's a bazillion influences. So. Yeah, right paul williams to yeah like ex- yeah heavy heavy uh, deep house yeah exactly yeah. like to brudinski and you know boys yeah. noise and all that stuff yeah so for me it's just a matter of where i'm playing i kind of like you know i've played in all different kind you know i played in rooms that it's all disco or it's all this yeah. or that but you know ideally i I'd sort of like to play a mishmash of everything mm-hmm. that's what that's for
0: me what makes working fun can you pick five tracks for our listeners to uh check out actually i'm gonna switch my vape and you can uh suffer through thinking about that question okay great (laughs) (laughs) this is gonna take a while (laughs) (laughs) and now a special word from
1: hi divas it's me rubber child and if you want to i would appreciate it if you could check out the link in the description box down there a little bit
0: lower for my go fund me for my medical transition i would really appreciate it and even if you can't a little share is free a little like is free and i appreciate it and i love you all Mm, and don't you want to return that love so that's right just take those fingers and go down just a little bit further and uh and (laughs) press right where you know where you should (laughs) oh see you you already feel the difference now Mm -hmm. donate and share do both if you can't donate just share okay in addition to sammy joe which is a nickname yes which was derived from dynasty yeah correct yes uh yeah <laughs> now who dubbed you sammy joe that was um my who i'd call my
1: sort of dj father who was johnny dinell uh-huh. who as we were talking about before with a um running jackie 60 when i first started working for him he was like because my real name is david yeah and he's like, he's like, you're not a Dave, you're not a David. Like, no. And, you know, everyone kind of had nicknames in in, sure. in that circle. Yeah. It was like Pookie and Chi Chi and da, da, da and all this, you know, Hattie <laughs> even the, and blah, blah, blah. Even a everyone kind of had, yeah. right? Yeah. Everyone had like a drag name, yeah. sort of, even if they weren't in drag, it was kind of just that, that thing. Yeah so uh there happened to be posters of heather locklear up because she was doing that texas justice movie and so he was like (laughs) we were walking by one he's like oh my god remember sammy joe when she came on dynasty and just everyone knew it was gonna be trouble she's gonna be you know ruin things for people and so he's like that's you you're sammy (laughs) joe so somehow he thought i was just gonna ruin everything which you know
0: which, you, like you eventually, said before, yeah, eventually, eventually I did. No. <laughs> yeah, you said before, you yeah, your fondness of ruining someone's day. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. I was just living up to my name. Yeah. Now, did you ever have a Coca-Cola with salted peanuts dropped in the top? Because that was a Sammy Joe classic on Dynasty. Ugh, <laughs> no. <laughs> but now that I know about it. There you go. Yeah. Serve someone up once. Mm-hmm. Really ruined okay. their day. <laughs> and in addition to your name, Sammy Joe, you have another nickname, Pickles yes pickles
1: uh pickles came from when i was uh with vivian when we were together and i was i think it was oh gosh that's justin vivian
0: bond yes yeah yeah
1: yeah, sorry yeah um i think it's from the dick van dyke show oh and the neighbors um like the wife would always get a little too tipsy at the party. And so
0: <laughs> her husband, I can't remember the actor's name now for the life of me. Maury Amsterdam. Was it the actor Were uh, they neighbors? No, they worked together. Yeah. I'm mixing it up anyway. Right.
1: And yeah. So anyway, he'd always like, come on pickles. We're going home. Yeah. So she just started calling me pickles. Cause you know, <laughs> we both worked in bars and nightlife and so yeah. we get be out late and she'd be like, come on pickles. Let's go sort of as a
0: joke, but then it's stuck. And then, th- and then people started calling me pickles. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then of yeah. course people might be familiar with, uh, pickles opening up Kiki, which yeah, is, hey, exactly. this is pickles. Yeah, 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 yeah Yeah. Which everyone's always like, Oh, is that your voice? And I was like, no, that's not, that's Jason saying yeah. that. Um, but it doesn't even sound like him. It, no, it doesn't at like all. It's like him in man voice. Yeah. Hey, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's pickles. Not one of the devil voices that he likes to do. <laughs> the, 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 Hitch down yeah right. no, yeah exactly <laughs> but that was a little bit of a tribute to you uh yeah i guess yeah it kind of was yeah yeah
1: it was a uh... Uh, yeah, I thought it was a loving tribute to me. Although the part, the whole song's about, like, fucking after hours <laughs> and getting, like, mangled. <laughs> I'm not sure. Yeah. It's a little, super flattering. A little There's some kind of subtext tribute. to the whole song that I'm not quite... <laughs> not quite sure I should really appreciate, but no. No, it's really sweet. It was really funny when I yeah. heard it. I,
0: I definitely lolled, as the kids say. And we mentioned uh, Justin Vivian Bond a minute ago. When did you two meet? Uh, we met in... I, I never can
1: really remember. I think it was maybe 97, 98. Mm-hmm. Um, when Kiki and Herb, which was her, you know, she was part of that. The cabaret uh, The cabaret act. act. Right. Yeah. The punk rock cabaret act or whatever you want to call it. But they were booked to perform at Jackie. And so they came in to do a sound check. And I was just like, you know doing my usual setting up liquor bottles or whatever and We're tearing them down or tearing them down yeah <laughs> filling them with water no, <laughs> no i didn't do that But <laughs> for me yeah. <laughs> uh so then yeah so they and they did this um one of the medleys one of their iconic medleys that they did where it was just like all these incredible songs you know, from eurythmics and Lou reed and yeah uh, Liza minnelli or you know it's just like this 10 minute epic mon- uh, yeah. medley and i just was like blown completely blown away i was like what the hell is this and then we'd start to see each other out at squeeze box and we had this thing where we'd like always start make out whenever we saw each other at mm-hmm. squeeze box and then eventually i you know convinced her to go out on a date with me and we went to see the 25th anniversary of john waters pink flamingos oh well, that's so romantic it was super romantic and yeah. then yeah and then you know we were together for about eight years uh-huh
0: and maintained the friendship
1: afterwards. Yes, yeah, totally. Yeah. I mean, there was like a two, maybe a year and a half period where we kind of, luckily I wasn't basically, she was living in London and I was sort of on the road or living in New York. And so, yeah. you know, we had a nice little, like about 18 months or to like recover. Yeah, sure. And it is good to
0: have a little space. Time alone. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: No. And I mean, but, and we're still like, she's my best friend. Like, right. She probably knows me the best of anyone.
0: And your neighbor is too, which is nice.
1: Right. She, yeah. She, well, she, she got, she lived. She still has a place in my building, but she also um, sort of splits her time between the places she got. A oh,
0: okay. Yeah. Oh, I shouldn't say that. Maybe. Oh, no, I'll cut that out. Okay. I'll cut that. So- her address is. <laughs> <laughs> you really want to ruin someone's day. <laughs> <Right>. Yeah, <laughs> Exactly. Just show
1: up at. <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure whose day would be more ruined. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding, of course. She would have gone for that joke, too. So. Yeah, yeah, well, that's why I'll leave that I'm in. I'm sorry, that was, f- f- stuff, that was some yeah. low-hanging fruit I yeah. had to
0: grab. We, we love grabbing the low-hanging fruit, right? <laughs> exactly. It squeezes so nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> New, we talked a lot about working in nightlife and everything, and how important do you think nightlife is to the queer community? Um, I mean, I think it's extremely important because I think a lot of a lot of
1: social change can happen from what is going on within the sort of uh, you know, things that happen at night, and I think, but I think it's, not, and I don't mean just like you know, clubs or or, or bars or whatever, but yeah. you know, there's there's a certain sense of underground art and mm-hmm. resistance that does and protest that can happen and at night and can start at night, and sure. a lot of the and a lot of the places and people I work for really um ins- have been instrumental in helping you know social change or just showing support or uh whatever you want what you want to call it to just in organizing the queer community yeah. to get behind certain social changes or sure. social causes yeah. i think i think nightlife can be is a pretty important tool for helping that happen mm-hmm. um you know and it's of course there is certainly mindless entertainment that can happen too but you know well, that's it's, helpful too though right and i mean you look at things like that, that you know we were you know when you talk about like things like drag race and stuff drag the whole idea of drag and and yeah and you know gender the whole sort of non-binary gender movement whatever mm-hmm. you know it it doesn't just like happen in a vacuum right certainly you know and it's yeah. not i'm not saying that you know it only happens because of nightlife but it all you know kind of bans it's sort of perfect storm it all comes together maybe
0: and that's that's certainly part of it i think a lot of times that people are first in a public setting that's reflective of who they are right is in a nightlife setting right exactly it's it's it certainly is an a way for people to express a certain
1: amount of freedom that they can't during the day
0: Certainly. And historically it's always been a safe space Really, right. the, the gay bar.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And it goes, and the thing is it goes through waves. I know a lot of people
1: are being like, no, like New York nightlife sucks now. It's like, like, you know, it, almost every generation will find something to complain about <laughs> in, their, in their, you know, in their yeah. nightlife or whatever. But you know, it's, you know, it does have cycles and I, I don't know. I think it's really exciting now.
0: I'm happy to talk to you about this, uh, especially because there is that thing where people say, oh, New York's over or, New York's dead, yeah. uh, but also talked to James St. James a little while ago, and he was talking about how he was obsessed with the Warhol scene, like mm-hmm. many of us are, but when he, you know, after he created or co-created the club kids thing and everything, right. he later thought, you know, I would have not liked that scene very much because it was full of speed freaks and everything. Right. And then he also realized that everyone who thought that New York wasn't special anymore when he was doing the club kids thing forgets that everything looks more glamorous when it comes before you when you're actually in it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And it's, yeah, it's that. And I think people sometimes don't take a step back to really see the whole picture of what's going on. And, you know, and like, there's a bunch of young people that I certainly have found like their own kind of community. There's, you know, maybe it's out in say Bushwick or parts of Brooklyn or Queens, but you know, they're, they're turning it. Those kids are, you know, really, forging their own kind of path yeah so and great. um and so which is it's great to see and i don't you know i'm not necessarily i can't be necessarily a part of it i don't really i'm a little too old <laughs> Too, grizzled I'm a too bit. Old, yeah exactly i'm just tired i'm tired really she's I'm tired, tired. <laughs> <gentlemen>. uh, um, <laughs> but you know it is you know it's happening and and i it just yeah bugs me when people are like oh it's over it's over it's like it's not oh it's over for you <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, right. that's th- usually yeah. what people are saying, oh, it's like tired. It's like, no, you're just projecting. Cause, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Because there's be- there's shit, there's shit something, something going on every week. You know, you mm-hmm. may, you may, I may mean, not be uh, like down the street from you,
0: but right. it, it, there's stuff happening. It's kind of just another version of the kids these days.
1: Right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, certainly, I mean, I certainly wish like, oh, wow, it'd be great to have been around in the, you know, late 70s and 80s for certain movement, like movement, you know, when disco first happened, oh, all this c- kind of stuff. Certainly. Yeah. But, you know, it's it's that was there. That's what they got, and you know, right. sort of I just have to accept what you got. And you know, I'm pretty happy with what I got to experience.
0: Yeah, and also what you've created. Yeah, too. Yeah, and to have a hand in that too. Yeah, was nice. Yeah, that is a good thing. Yeah, there's always something going on. Yeah, and a lot of times too, people aren't aware of what's going on because they maybe have either aged out or. Yeah you know, and they're in a mental space where it's not for them. Right.
1: Well, and also like, I mean, you you know, when you do get older, you certainly aren't going to be like, Oh, I'm going to go out at like, you know, 3am and party till noon. You yeah. Know? It's
0: like, no, of course you're not going to do that. No, exactly. And also you're not going to maybe be informed of the illegal party happening at a place exactly. with no sign on the yeah. door and all that. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. No, I mean that exactly. I'm not tuned into like all the after hours
0: happening and <laughs> you know, all over town, but I know that's going on. Yeah. And re- Really, after a certain point, you kind of... After the party, if you go to the party, you kind of want to go home. Even if you want to go home.
1: (laughs) Before (laughs) I even get to the party.
0: (laughs) House hangs are my favorite thing, I think. Mm. I always like going to things. I enjoy that, but... I never get to do that anymore. Mm.
1: I don't know. I think... I guess it's also a little harder. I think also in New York, when you, after a certain age, people just don't want anyone in their apartment. Uh, (laughs) You're just like, no. Yeah, no, 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 Please. But when you're younger, you're like, yeah, everyone come come on over. Yeah. yeah. Come on out. Yeah. I mean, there was a period where, I mean, yeah, my apartment was called the playhouse for a while. Was so because <laughs> you were putting on theater. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It was shows. <laughs> for it was sure. definitely shows.
0: I heard a story once and you know verify this for me. Uh, a very good friend of ours came to visit. Maybe I think you had a roommate at the time, or there was another neighbor, and our friend was supposed to stay for like a few days, and then mm. it was a week, and then two weeks, and then someone maybe said, She's got to go. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly we don't have to say who it is no 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 no, 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 no. but
1: yeah <laughs> that's she, that's how fun my apartment was that's let's just say let's just put it that way we'll frame it that way there
0: you go right it had yeah. an energy that was hard to to quit yeah exactly it was a nexus uh sort yeah. of like a happy black hole yeah exactly i mean it, it, you know. yeah yeah and
1: and luckily all the parties involved
0: understood okay. no, one, no one's yeah. feathers were really ruffled okay that's good yeah you know was there any trouble ever with, uh, other people in the building or are they all friends kind of no. like Justin or? Yeah, no, I mean, there's a lot of, you know, people that have lived in the building
1: a long time lately though. They've, it's been turning over really fiercely because the building just anything that's not rent stabilized. They've just have jacked the rent up oh, by like yeah, yeah. insane. Like one woman had, I mean, she had a nice, like a three bedroom apartment, they jacked her rent up by $500 a month.
0: That's a lot. Which is insane. Yeah. yeah. It's so
1: nuts. Um, So there's the, it's weird now because there's sort of younger people and, and they don't, they're there for maybe four or five months. Yeah. Um, but I, we looked at, I always had a good neighbor. I had one shitty neighbor that's like Italian guy who was a photographer and he just had like complete, like he was like up early in the morning and, you know, hated any kind of, and the walls are kind of thin, but he just, any kind of noise after like 11 o'clock he was Uh like banging on the walls. Uh, Yeah. So I, you know, it was but whatever. We eventually got
0: him to move out, <laughs> <laughs> and, and that's the happy end of the leave, story. So, yeah, he yeah. had to leave. It wasn't right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the neighborhood. You we don't have to go home, decided but you can't stay here. <laughs> Do you know that um, when. Ozzy Osbourne tried to kill Sharon uh, one time. <laughs> he was so out of it, he approached her, and she said his eyes it looked like someone else was there. And he said, We've decided you have to go. Uh, God. <laughs> is that spooky? That is, that's, yeah, that is sinister. Nice and dark. Nice and dark, yeah. Nice and dark, yeah. Um, but he couldn't get rid of her. <laughs> no, no, try as you might. Try we him. couldn't get we, rid of her. Yeah, <laughs> they have to put up <laughs> with her. <laughs> What's the dating uh, situation like for you? now uh, uh gosh non-existent uh-huh yeah no
1: i mean and and, and it's not like uh oh, nobody wants to do it. it's
0: like i just don't really try I don't know. you don't I'm, want anyone in your apartment
1: yeah <laughs> exactly
0: <laughs> in every sense yes exactly uh, i have my stories yeah. and i have my
1: knitting yeah exactly no uh no it's i mean i don't know i just feel like at some point you know eventually maybe yeah i'll meet some but i just i'm always around my friends and coworkers, and i don't know at some point i think i felt like uh i felt like i met everyone <laughs> i know i haven't but you just like that feeling you're just like i'm just in, like i've met everyone like yeah. in my you feel like your circle is so or you know yeah, certainly, and, in, and certainly a part of it is you know my fault i don't like sort of venture above 14th street ever or, you know yeah but you know, you do get in that mindset where you're like, oh, I've just met everyone, so
0: it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I'm out of this whole yeah. race. Now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 So you're not much on the apps and everything.
1: No, I was. I was. I certainly was. Um, but I've kind of like, yeah, I've gotten off. I've sort of gotten off.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a relief. That's no, good to hear. Yeah. yeah. No,
1: I just is like, you yeah, know, what, I'm going to chop it out of my life for now and see yeah. what happens.
0: And, and also when you're sort of an autonomous being, sometimes it's like, oh, this is working. Yeah. You know? Yeah 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 i haven't yeah i mean occasionally of course you're like oh man
1: it'd be like you know nice yeah. anthem, but like most of the time i'm really i don't know but i've always sort of been somewhat of a loner in mm-hmm. terms of you know enjoying solitude and- yeah exactly and that's also plays into part of being like you know what uh, being a dj and like being on the you know on my own on the road whatever it kind of suited me because i just love you know i had no problem like being in a hotel room on my, on my own. Right. Right. You can
0: always find ways to entertain yeah, traveling yourself on or, my own. Yeah. Or, uh,
1: I can always, yeah, I was always able to entertain myself.
0: Yeah. Well, having a, an appreciation for the arts is always helpful for that yes. because it's like, there's always something else to be interested in. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly.
1: Okay. Five tracks. Uh, I mean, uh,
0: Five, fifteen, whatever you want to. Or, do. Uh, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let me. I'm just gonna rattle off some stuff that comes to mind. Right? Yeah. Um, okay. uh Clouds Across the Moon uh-huh. by the Raw Band is a really nice gem. Which actually, if you don't know it, like it is so you. And I don't the video think I do. No. Is fucking trash. It's so <laughs> rotten. You would love
0: it. I love a rotten it, clip. It's yeah. Like,
1: like the song is basically the, this woman being like, "Oh, I miss you, honey." Like her husband's off in space, or her boyfriend, yeah. whatever's off in space, and then she starts like, you know. T- basically sending a message to her husband through space and, okay and then the course is really but it's a really cool song
0: so this is a touch of clouds across the moon by the raw band I like it already yeah yeah you'll say yeah,
2: this is the
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. it's right up my alley yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> Johnson, on Mars <laughs> Well. Hold
0: on, please. I mean, I mean, it's got everything. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh. yeah. How do I not? Okay. I'm adding yeah. this to all my playlists right now. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Yeah.
1: And the video is like
0: just to have I can only imagine what the video yeah, is exactly like. what you would think it would be. Yeah. And listeners, I'll put together a little playlist of songs we mentioned on this episode. So there's mm. this, and what else? Okay, so that's uh, definitely one of my... Do you um, like Starship Trooper? Or I Lost My Heart to a Starship Trooper by uh, Hot Gossip? Uh, I don't know that oh, one. Oh, it's so good. It's Sarah Brightman's first thing. And it's, really? And the backup band, Hot Gossip, they were the dancers on the... Uh, what's the guy's name? They're, the, da- the dance troupe that's in the Kiki video. They're like the solid gold dancers of... I can't believe I'm blanking on them. So Hot Gossip is, is this dance troupe that was in the Village People movie... And they put out records, too, because okay. they were that big in England. So here's I Lost My Heart to a Starship Trooper. It's got a very subtle intro. Arcadia, X-ray, X-ray, Delta. Mm-hmm. It was like right in the wake of Star Wars. Everything. Okay, yeah. Yeah. In 2001, too? They were going to throw that in? Oh, yeah. Everything. Just right.
1: Ooh.
2: Ooh. <laughs> yes yeah.
0: let's get this party started
2: <laughs>
0: oh. wow we'll get a little into the verse and then <laughs> uh oh
1: yeah right mm-hmm right uh, so good god i really miss music <laughs> you know what i mean like <laughs> even like like this trash was like put you
0: know very it's like, high level like so uh, good yeah playing and everything yeah. yeah strings yeah and also i love and all fun of the, it's like i i don't i mean i know i sound like an old fart but like <laughs> well we're getting ready uh, for our getting old show that's what, yeah uh, i just can't find you know like I don't know. No, if one's ha- it's like no one's having fun in music anymore. No, I agree. I agree because this also is one of those things where they're ripping off a trend of like the right. sci-fi movies or yeah. like convoy that kind of stuff. There'll yeah, be like these fun trends and yeah. then v- or all the roller skate music. Yeah, like yeah. the only thing people rip off these days is like
1: bottle service in Vegas. <laughs> like that's their like that's their like mood board. Yeah, and you are like yeah. no, like nobody
0: wants to do that. No. Nobody, nobody, like, w- nobody
1: real wants to ever, like ha- do yeah. that. Have
0: you ever had fun at a bottle service? No, well, no.
1: I mean, I. I mean, I worked at a, at a really great. I um, had a great party uh, called Gary Forty Nine at this club called Mr. Black here, and they. I mean, they had bottles there, uh-huh. so I shouldn't really rip off too much on, or, you know, rip on them too much, but um, but in general, but, no, but not yeah. a place that was like advertised as one.
0: Anytime it's advertised, yeah. it's a garbage party. right? Uh, if there's like a sparkler and a champagne <laughs> bottle,
1: you know, it's yeah. the worst.
0: I've always found too. Well, I mean I don't drink, so I'm lucky in that they put a bunch of bottled water around the booze bottles mm-hmm. and no one gives a fuck about those. No. So yeah. I don't have to move. I'm just like, Oh, this is great. It's yeah. all there for me, whatever. Yeah, it everyone's just like, Oh look all the ice melted. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Where is <are laughs> the these glasses? Yeah. yeah. That's the other thing. <laughs> everyone's like, Oh, water, yay, thank God.
0: <laughs> People are just drinking uh, badly mixed cocktails. Yeah cuz eventually the orange juice is the first to go. Right. Uh no one knows if that's tonic water or club soda. Right. And then the ice melts.
1: Right. <laughs> and and you're paying a shit ton of money to then have to make your own damn drink. That's the other thing I don't like, understand. Like you don't even yeah, they're like it's like whoever thought like oh thank god like thank- i, I have get to, to make my <laughs> own drink and pay twice as much twice ten times least. Yeah, right? yeah exactly yeah sometimes
0: what's like four hundred dollars yeah. a bottle yeah, and, and stuff. cram
1: like 15 people on a like two-person bench
0: yeah and then there's the people who are desirous of sort of hopping on the table yeah there's that oh. whole culture mm. yeah mm, yeah oh gotta yeah. love them
2: mm.
0: <laughs> i was like being anywhere where there was like there was this uh after party after the lady gaga show i saw years ago in mm-hmm. boston and a photographer i knew was like oh come to this thing semi-precious weapons is, i guess they were doing an after party after each show mm-hmm. and it was at some hotel that didn't really have uh, a place lined up, uh, a perfect they didn't really have a great space for an after party so it was like a restaurant and there was this weird velvet rope that sort of <sighs> just cut off a tiny section of the room
2: mm-hmm.
0: and i wanted to go say hi to someone or like the, we were chatting with the drummer and so he's yeah. like oh come over here and so we walked over and then there was a girl like hey hey and she just snuck in she like weasel under the thing she's like don't don't look around like make it look like i'm supposed to be here yeah and i was like (laughs) okay so you're just about four Inches away from where you were, right? Where's yeah, yeah, the yeah. specialness? You're yeah, like, exactly. Ooh. Is it a better party now? You are having yeah. a better
1: time? You know what?
0: For her, it probably. You was. know, you're right. I'm I'm shaming her, and I shouldn't do and that. You know Twenty nineteen is probably a lot better now. <laughs> I think it is. She probably looks back so fondly yeah. on that night. I know. I think the. I think <laughs> you know what? I'm going to let this secret out.
1: Yeah. After parties are always terrible. <laughs> Shh.
0: Nobody, <laughs> nobody in a band wants to go
1: to an after party. That's,
0: yeah. The last thing they want to do is go to an after party. That's absolutely right. And also, if it's an after party that's the official one there's no chance the band is showing up yeah
1: yeah yeah
0: exactly yeah. You'll, you won't find them there you will not fi-
1: i'll be there because <laughs> i usually have a fucking dj at it but that's about it you're lucky if you get me yeah i mean i, don't, I wouldn't call it lucky but
0: whatever. Yeah. Well, I think, yeah, you've, you've done well, you've done well. If you get Sammy Joe, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah you're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> or a lot of the drag queens too. the clubs will say official after party. All that usually means, I mean, listen, I arranged a couple of those in Boston. That's why mm-hmm. I did the one for night work. Yeah. I pitched them on it. Cause I just said, it was like, yeah. I wanted to spread the word of my night. And I was like, well, this is a perfect fit. Right. And you guys don't have anything going on upstairs afterwards. Yeah. Like there's a bunch of people who at 10 o'clock, especially on the strip in Boston there, which. Yeah it's even worse than it was then mm-hmm. there's not much happening in was, boston yeah was that saying? the I was gonna say? Was that the night Roger Waters was doing the wall right across the street at the big at the? It might have been at, at the baseball field. It, it may have been. Yeah, mm-hmm. it may have been. Yeah. That's always fun too because the parking is so easy around there. Uh, a joy. It's say- <laughs> a real joy. I remember
1: because they couldn't. We couldn't. They couldn't use any of like the frequencies for the walkie talkies or the. Oh beers my god! Because he literally like the Roger Waters show was like using every single fucking frequency <laughs> of the radio dot. Like there was literally like they were like sorry you can't They're use any. Yeah, there's yes. no like there's None no left. channel yeah. yeah like no channel you could use for our show for like cordless shit I don't know, that was wild thanks roger thanks yeah that's how he fine. pays that's how he pays the band back for the com- comfortably numb that's, that's yeah it. Right, exactly
0: i mean would he really be playing a baseball field without comfortably numb thank you thank you exactly right we all know that so what's another track that you would uh uh
1: another track okay uh one i mean one i always love to bust out i don't usually get to is uh I know there's something going on by Frida.
0: Oh God, I love which that song r- so which much.
1: I, for some reason, didn't know until a couple of years ago that Phil Collins played the drums on that and
0: produced it. And produced it, yeah, yeah. Like, and of course, you listen to it now, you're like, oh God, of course, right? You know, the uh, first time I heard uh, Nine Inch Nails, I thought it was Phil Collins because <laughs> <laughs> what song was first I thought you were, were inch- going to say what were you on but <laughs> I mean that either and way. that uh, but well it was uh, in the movie Bad Influence with James Spader and Rob Lowe okay. and they play the song Terrible Lie in a nightclub right. scene and parts of it kind of sound like his early solo records okay Mm-hmm. Um actually I'll, I'll play a little bit yeah, of Yeah he did a, he would sometimes do that yelling thing Exactly so I could see,
1: yeah over yeah. sparse drums and right. it's like boom 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 well, yeah. yeah well I mean I love Mama Mama by Genesis is one of like Oh, I've, my God. I mean, I, if you had to pick a Genesis song that is your favorite, <laughs> I might say that one. <laughs> that sounds weird. You know, home Not that I don't like Genesis, too? but no, just i love I've Genesis, never thought about yeah. my
0: favorite one. But. True, true. And plus, you don't really DJ a lot of Genesis tracks. No, I surprisingly don't. Anymore. I mean, Anymore, I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I know you gave that up My I Nita. My friend, I
1: remember my friend Nita, would, whenever we were like hanging out after the club or whatever, she always loved to put on Land of Confusion. Oh,
0: really? Ugh. Oh, my God. I didn't. Ugh. <laughs> Ugh, that's knowing now
1: and she's obsessed with that fucking song and I was always like what
0: that this? is hilarious I hope she's listening to this oh my god. shame her <laughs> we'll have to have Nita rebut this yeah. when oh, okay. uh, Nita comes yeah, oh on. yeah oh god uh, so yeah of course dude. yeah it's yeah. like
1: it's basically like the like drum
0: break from uh in the air tonight it, right. in it's a way just, like <laughs> yeah exactly know. yeah This is such a great song. Hmm. There's a fun making of on YouTube of this album. Oh, really? Yeah. Ooh, I gotta watch that. Oh, yeah, it's good. I'll send it to you. It's up. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Ooh, that rich voice. <laughs> I was going to say, that pleasant, so, relaxing mm, voice. That mm, <laughs> <the> dulcet, <laughs> reed-thin tones of Frida. The buttery... The buttery, <laughs> razor-sharp <laughs> <laughs> vocal stylings. <laughs> Haunting vocals. Haunting, and, indeed. And uh, that was yeah, always terrorizing. like Terrorizing. I love that. It was always like a... We always used to joke about like, you know drag queen it's like oh the haunting vocal stylings of this ex-drag queen this dragging whatever i was
0: sort of like yeah that's a that's a read <laughs> yes it is uh or the very relaxing tones of <laughs> and what was this what does her voice sound like not double tracked because i've never uh, every abba record her voice is double triple tracked i would be like yeah i would imagine there's like 15 <laughs> per vocalist uh well uh um, i don't know i have no idea yeah you don't know? You don't have the answer for me? I don't. Sorry. It's oh, a shame. Well, I guess hey the interview nine. is over. Uh, <laughs> the, <laughs> so back to favorite Genesis songs for the dance floor. Okay. Um, <laughs> perfect. You must have worked with uh, countless drag queens over mm. the years. Countless. Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, Do you want Talentless? <laughs> no. no, yeah. Yeah, no. I, yeah, I have. I have. I've I'm got sorry. To uh, shiftless. shiftless. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, no.
1: I mean, I've gotten... Yeah, I've worked with like amazing amazing people like and in the drag community like i really you know there was i was lucky that i was around in the 90s with with a lot of like the whole squeeze box happening and jackie happening because like squeeze box was like rock and roll yeah and michael schmidt was forcing all these drag queens to like sing live and (laughs) to a house band and so that was sort of taking all of them out of their sort of lip sync comfort zone sure um and a lot of them then went on to like you know have singing careers or you know be in you know Broadway shows or whatever. It was right. just like, so yeah, I would, I got to work with a bunch of this like whole amazing crew. Um, and I don't really get to do that much anymore, but mm-hmm. like, we like uh, I mean, she's not a drag queen, but uh, this really amazing trans performer named Daphne always is the hostess for house of Ye- uh, house of Ye- house of coming on Saturday <laughs> nights at club coming. Um, and she also, she sort of like curates our night. So she brings in a lot of the new talent. So I get to work with a lot of the new people too. Mm-hmm. Um, and sort of haze still- them. That's good. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Yeah. We get them before they're expensive. <laughs> we get them cheap. Yeah. And then they end up on drag. Race. now, <laughs> actually she, she sort of goes away from the drag race, not, not to be anti drag race, but just to give a, you know, a whole other sort of part of the community a, a stage. Sure. Because a lot of times people forget that there's a lot of drag. That's not represented on drag. Race. Right. Exactly. And, you know, and it's, you know, it deserves its props too. Um, but yeah, so I, I you know, I, Tend to work with a lot of drag performers sure are you whatever. a fan of drag race um i'm not not a fan mm-hmm. i don't i actually don't have uh, like cable tv anymore um so i just like stopped watching basically i think I, the last season i saw was when um bianca del rio won okay yeah. so it was a while ago sure um and I, you know if i catch it it's like i like it but i just i just sort of it's i don't know it just doesn't it doesn't, like, float my boat. Sure, it, yeah. I loved it when I started, you know, when it first started and yeah. everything like that. And, you know, it was it was really fun. I think it's hard now because um, it's very... It seems, you know, everyone's sort of, like... And this is for true, I think, for any reality show, that everyone's very self-aware of, like, what gets you on camera, what gives you, like more mileage what gives you what like what will make a t-shirt right what will what will be a t-shirt what will be your catchphrase what will you this? and it's just you know and that's the business so i i get it i can't say that like oh they're so wrong for doing that sure um it's just i it doesn't have that sort of authenticity maybe that it used to have sure but it's awesome because you know there's people i've worked with and friends that that are that have been on it or we're on it even just this past season, yeah. and it's like fucking amazing because they now they went from being like oh I have four followers to like oh I have forty thousand followers <laughs> on Instagram, right? Yeah, and like you know, bravo, lady, like fucking get your coins exactly, Do it. and the so, tour and yeah. everything, yeah. yeah. So I'm not and I, I certainly wouldn't want to like shit all over Drag Race because it's sure. like it's. Line pockets of
0: the people that deserve it so yeah well certainly li- it's life. don't changing. watch it yeah yeah no it's just that's fine you know yeah. you fall out of, it's like it's plus it's on constantly now <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> i know we were talking about this the other day i was like what is, it's season of like 47 or eight i can't like i, I know you're 49 right, yeah, that's right. It oh was, it's it, right it's
1: only all-stars 50 <laughs> <laughs> no um but the, uh there
0: was no pause the, they started one week after i yeah. think and i just started season 11 and i just was like i think i'm burnt out right now i have to wait a week or two to then catch up
1: Uh, a friend of mine actually was um brought uh detox to club coming last saturday night um who was amazing like she's one of the like like the nicest person yeah so fun yeah so generous and just like really fucking cool yeah um So in a way, it's like that show is awesome because it brings these people to light that, you know, I would never have met before maybe or would, you know, and like it's, yeah. And bring them across the country and all around town. all all over. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. And, you know, and like she didn't, she didn't, I don't think she didn't win her season, but like she's a fucking star. A lot of the people that don't win, as long as you make a strong impression and people like you, it, it changes everything
0: for you forever.
1: Right. People can, I think it's, it's, what's nice is that people can, they really can pick a favorite or they can see talent that they I, identify with or that yeah. somehow like emotionally it stirs them yeah exactly. and even if they're not the winner they can like that person now has like, you know,
0: a devoted
1: uh, follower. Yeah, a following, yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. And also it's great for people who are growing up in certain areas that might yeah. not be that open yeah. to them and it, they see themselves represented on TV.
1: Yeah. I mean, yeah, exactly. Like I can be like, yeah, mm-hmm, like, <laughs> but it's like, I live in New York city. So like, you know, you can't swing a dead cat without hitting a drag queen, but like, yeah, someone not living here like yeah. for them, that's their like portal to to like oh there's a world that i can belong to what were the portals for you when you were growing up i mean like as like a young gay kid yeah i think it was a lot like my parents always took me to like broadway shows oh cool so i think theater kind of was for me a bit like that's where i was like okay this is where like the homos are you know and i can sort of see myself going down that road yeah um so I i think that sort of was like my my slight like safe haven, which sure. Like, like it wasn't like um oh, doomed. Like there's nothing in the world for me. It was sort of like oh no, like there's like theater queens and yeah, you know, right. There's there's a, a
0: whole community there. Yeah, like, and, and even though I didn't,
1: I wasn't like you know, I you know the, there was no following people online or there was no sort of you know obsessive fandom thing that you could do. But it's like I just knew in my like head like all right, there's there's a community of gay people. You yeah, know, I, you know didn't really know what it was then, no,
0: but you just sense some something yeah. like that yeah, yeah it's, it's like a you know, <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah I've heard about that my ten year old See theater, big corrupter. That's the thing. Yeah, that's uh, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's a big. That's a, a total covert operation. That's right. Yeah, yeah. So be Turned wary. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Be wary. It's a no. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's a fun musical. This hairspray. Uh, yeah, Spray, uh, yeah, this, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Oh Caligula or whatever. Oh <laughs> Calcutta. <laughs> sure. Caligula. That would be a hell of a musical. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh Caligula. Oh, oh Caligula. <laughs> oh you yeah <laughs> <rat-scallion. laughs> where's your hand again please don't come to our wedding because yeah. my just husband doesn't it. want it <laughs> just spit on it get my, my husband doesn't want to be fisted please <laughs> oh god Ah, uh, the joys and jowls oh, the, fisting. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> i just heard on howard stern they sent a correspondent to fist fest what <laughs> yeah. there's something called fist fest there is something called fist fest that took place in augusta georgia of all places oh yeah no it's no that's that's like the fisting capital <laughs> really no uh, <laughs> yeah I, 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 was, yeah augusta <laughs> first of all well, the golf tournament a,
1: first of all there is no fisting capital
0: <laughs> listen i'm sorry i want to go along although with Berl- i just
1: heard berlin go um excuse <laughs> me yeah you're right i just We're heard all get- of berlin go like <laughs> uh, 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 clear its throat sorry sir what was that yeah Berlin has
0: a, Berlin's on on the up in that situation right yeah, yeah they're really yeah. good they're starting to make themselves known for that sort of thing yeah yeah, yeah leather's catching on there we were talking about fisting last night because my friend um Darren was
1: like oh yeah I was in Austria at the leather bar um in Vienna I guess at the at the leather bar and like he said it was so weird because it was like three people there and then all of a sudden there was like 10 people there and like six of them were like just fisting like it was like and one of them came up to him and was like sir would you like uh, to partake in some fisting this evening like wow. super super polite Informal. and like and formal yeah and it was it was just of course he was like no <laughs> not yet no. yeah it's too
0: <laughs> early thank you very much
1: <laughs> but he said it was so bizarre because it was just like everyone kind of standing around and then like six people there like yeah just yeah, started no, just into it all at the same time kind of yeah god. yeah yeah we might need to edit some of this <laughs> well we might we might we might not <laughs> i don't know what do you have like a 18 and over audience
0: or how oh, do they do that it, every,
1: no this is we've talked
0: far filthier yeah um, okay so theater was one of the portals what yeah. about movies did you get into movies um i wasn't you've seen some movies right jason made you watch one or two yeah oh god <laughs> don't ever let him pick the movie <laughs>
1: Not. Well, no. See,
0: I don't know yeah. because a lot of times we're no. picking the same garbage okay, films. Y- you know what? Yeah, I we mean, like. Pro- yeah, we like. Be like oh,
1: it's like Gremlins Four, <laughs> and you're like, oh, really? No, no, it's good, like, right? no. I swear, it's really, really good. It's really good. It's a. It's fun. yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. It was direct to Showtime, but. <laughs> you know yeah showtime too that's right yeah not even the regular one (laughs) yeah Yeah. or the movie channel
1: yeah oh (laughs) the movie channel see i didn't i couldn't have like my parents were really strict about stuff like that like i could only see i wouldn't i wasn't allowed to see r-rated movies oh wow could you see pg-13 or um i could by then i was like you know i think when they started doing that i was like by then like 15 or 16 or something like that
0: um, and you were like, God damn it, I'm going to watch, that's know, below my age
1: group. Yeah, I can exactly, whatever yeah, I want. Come on. Yeah. Um, See? Yeah, yeah but it's, like growing up, like all the kids had HBO and Movie Channel. And yeah. We, like we wouldn't, my parents wouldn't have, like the most risque thing I had was MTV. When you first got MTV though, that must have been like amazing. Yeah. Oh, it was great. I mean, I remember the, I remember the first time we actually kind of stumbled upon it. Yeah. Me and my sister and it just... The first thing I saw was Gypsy by Fleetwood Mac, which I would say is probably a song I would, you know, pick as one of my top five, which I'm actually, I'm going to do a little plug here. Um, Oh,
0: please. And I think I know what it's going to be about. So please go ahead.
1: Yes. On May 4th at Irving Plaza here in New York City, uh, it is the Night of a Thousand Stevies party and I'll be DJing at that. And it's just an incredible night of like drag and you know bands and singers and go-go and burlesque and all this kind of stuff and it's all sort of in homage to uh stevie and fleetwood mac and all that stuff and yeah it's just it's probably might be like my favorite party to play at oh okay. every year it's a lot of fun i went a couple years yeah. ago yeah it's, it's just it's, yeah exactly it's i mean it's kind of like freakish a little bit because everyone's so obsessed there so and into you Stevie literally cannot like like you will not hear a song that was not like touched or like written or sung by someone from Fleetwood Mac.
0: Right. I remember you played, I think what's that song, Kenny Loggins and Stevie Nicks. Right. um, Remember I call you friend. Yeah. Yeah. That was great. Hearing that in a large place with full of people all into it was really fun. Yeah. Yeah. I was, I was, I always thought
1: that Jason and Kylie should do that song. That'd be great. I think that'd be so perfect for them. Those two. Yeah. Two cuckoos.
0: Hopefully we have another duet from them coming out soon. Hopefully. I know. I, th- I mean, you know, there's, there's rumblings. There's rumblings. Yeah. I hear r- yeah. things on the street. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nothing official. Yeah. I'm not, I'm picking up something on the watch. <laughs> yeah. That, that same thing that you felt before we saw the theater. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Do you have any favorite movies? Uh, let me think. Yeah.
1: I mean, I, I, yeah, I think, you know, I would say modern day favorite movies. I love yeah. call me by your name. I was completely obsessed. Cause that also just like wrecked me. And then like, old, you know, I love, I love a lot of movies from the seventies. Uh, same here. Like yeah. it was just such a great, you know, oh, an amazing era, such an
0: amazing time. There's the, um, like chi- things like Chinatown. Sure. And, um, do you know that the rumor about, uh, what happened when Faye Dunaway wasn't allowed to go to the bathroom on the set? Roman Plansky mm-hmm. wouldn't allow her to, like, leave the car to go to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. So, eventually, she called him over to the car. She's like, Roman, come here, come here. Like, and beckoned him to mm-hmm. lean in closer. And she threw a cup of piss in his face. <gasps> <laughs> wow. <sighs> yeah. I did not know that. That's a good one, right? Yeah. I'm yeah, pretty Faye's, sure. Yeah. yeah. She's no joke. She is yeah. not a joke <laughs> at all. She's not to be taken. I actually got to meet with. her at a Scissor show. You, I, you did? T- yeah.
1: She came to one. It was, like, I think it was, like i can't remember if it was pre, maybe pre-tada or something like that it was like or maybe it was in between tada and night work and yeah it was down at um what's that little dumpy there's a little dumpy live venue on houston yeah and she came there and i remember i was playing i think i played oh i played don't stop believing by journey oh yeah and this was like pre-glee and all that kind of stuff it hadn't yeah. sort of was not really in the collective unconscious as much as it is now um and but everyone knew like those chords. Everyone knows. Everyone knows. And everyone was it, yeah. like I started screaming. At her, and she just walked up to me with a little little piece of paper and a pencil. She's like, "What's the name of this song?" Huh? <laughs> and I was like. Don't stop believing. my Journey. Oh my God, it's Faye Dunaway! <laughs> oh my God, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah. And then later on, like she went down. She somehow and Anna became like friends at the, this weird like friend thing. And I think she wanted Anna to audition for something, whatever. But yeah, and then I ended up having to like walk Faye Dunaway out of the venue and put her in a taxi. Oh my someone God! Someone came up and was like, "Oh, can I get a picture?" She's like, "No, not not tonight." Wow. She wasn't nasty about it. She no, was just she was like, like yeah. and like really, it's like she was out on the tent, whatever. You know, that's not the time you want to photo taken. No, no, yeah, exactly. No. And
0: this is way before. This is definitely before like the whole like selfie thing. Was Did you hear the new Robert De Niro tape? No. Okay, so I heard this on Stern, so I have to get full uh, accreditation. So Robert De Niro is going through a nasty divorce, apparently, mm-hmm. and his driver wasn't there to pick him up after getting out of the court, uh-huh. so he's stuck with the paparazzi. And uh, here's oh, no. here's what happened.
2: Where are you? Where the fuck are you, man? You're supposed to be right in front when you dropped us. <laughs> I don't care if they chase you away. You tell me all... I'm fucking away. What's the matter with you? Where are you? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean...
2: You're not in front. You're not where you dropped us off.
1: That's nice to know he comes by it honestly. On Worth
2: Street. Then you'd see all the photographers out here.
1: Oh, my God.
0: He really is the real you're deal. Not
2: where you dropped us off.
0: Can you imagine now the car ride? oh yeah that driver is really having a shitty day oh yeah that's it's not gonna, gonna go well yeah it is not gonna go well yeah do you have any other favorite celebrity uh freak outs like that because um of course there's the classic Not it's not a freak out but the judy garland tapes oh yeah those are beautiful Aren't i mean it's fabulous it's, yeah i mean it's heartbreaking you yeah know, to, to hear
1: that because you just you just know you're like oh god you didn't she's like she didn't stand a chance really yeah no no
0: um she didn't have a yeah nice final chapter at all no yeah. And it's yeah exactly it's just yeah it's awful um invite me to the party right <laughs> oh, <laughs> god. Oh, shit
1: laughed. oh god
0: yeah i just love any of them when it's like someone having right. a fit like yeah. orson wells right <laughs> or yeah, the girls on the view oh the, that is one of the greatest things <laughs> ever how good is that i mean yeah i mean who doesn't love a good meltdown <laughs> i just ordered that book as soon as i heard that clip i ordered that book it's I waiting mean, for me in my yeah. apartment yeah
1: I, who now the, was she a producer the one that wrote it like because she's. i mean talk about you'll never eat lunch in this town again
0: <laughs> oh, right i do love that oh that is a great book the julia phillips book oh right? uh, yeah like talk about a inside view yeah i do love a tell-all
1: yeah she really wrote it i mean yeah oh, the, oh i was gonna bring that up because we were talking about did you ever see that um sort of documentary called um what was it like Easy Riders, Raging Bulls. Yes, actually,
0: I I I think that book version is where I got the Faye Dunaway story from. Okay,
1: all right, yeah, yeah, because yeah. and well, the, the 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 documentary that there was sort of the film they made, kind of based on that, but yeah, and not it's not. Verbatim because it's just like interviews, but yeah. um, it's really good. And if you get the DVD, it's a double DVD, so there's extra footage oh, okay. that they throw in. Yeah, so it's
0: even more. I mean, like that is just the dishiest. It's so good. It is incredible. And I have to see that full thing because yeah. I saw like a chunk of it on IFC, yeah. but not the whole thing. Yeah, no. Get see.
1: If, uh, I have the DVD somewhere. I'll easily send it to you. Oh, that'd be great. Um, that'd be great. But yeah, it's so good. Like that, and um, what's my call? It. Uh, what's the one that Ted, I think is Ted Demi that did one. Oh, um, Not yet, no one gets out of here a lot. What is it? It's Something like a decade under the influence. Oh yeah. I haven't seen that. Good. That's good the, too. And it has, I'm um, some, I think there's a few cross Like there's a couple of the same people, but that one has, um, uh, Julie Christie is in that a
0: lot and she's really great. Okay. Yeah. She has some more in Beatty stories. I'm sure.
1: Yeah. And I well, cause, uh, uh easy riders, blazing, blazing saddles. <laughs> easy, easy. I <laughs> easy, always want to do blazing. that. Blazing. <laughs> <laughs> blazing Burning <Bowls>. sensation. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> um, there's not a lot of it's there's not a, t- t- as much female perspective. Oh, that's true, yeah. And I think it'd be interesting I would love for someone to do more of.
0: well i guess there's they do like Margot kidder and nancy allen yeah i just heard her on, uh gilbert gottfried's podcast and oh, okay. there was some great stuff it'd be great if they did a 70s retrospective i guess well margo not with us anymore no, of sadly. course she, she was kind of troubled. But, uh,
1: oh, jennifer salt is oh yeah it. yeah but i think that would be an interesting if someone kind of would talk to them and and instead of just kind of doing this like wank fest about you know these male directors who yeah. basically you know took over everything and made great movies but like like what's the inside scoop as a woman doing yeah. all those things? And you know, you hear all these horrible, you know, like Last Tango in Paris. Oh like my all that. God. Cr- it's uh, like yeah, Brando. Like yeah, maybe salsa, it's time to really. like sort of take you know, take these demigods down a notch and say what really happened, what went <laughs> yeah. on, and what it was like for these women. That, right? You know like that faye dunaway story yeah, exactly you know yeah. you, you'd probably hear like oh she threw a cup of piss in his face and you'd be like oh my god she's a macho. But and it's like well how long did she have to fucking sit in that car right not like she wasn't allowed to go to the bat like that's a new thing. how do you yeah. Tre- yeah it's like how do you treat a per,
0: uh, you know right a human like that the director of uh, death wish two and three i think michael winner is supposed to be oh. incredibly abusive right yeah yeah. yeah 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 like he didn't he'd like made the naked girl lay on whatever the set yeah. while they were doing setting the lights up or something right. like yeah, that. Yeah. Like it wouldn't cover her up or whatever. Just like savage things yeah. like that.
1: And you know, Kubrick and um Shelley Duval. Like that's, oh my and God. Yeah, that's right. awful yeah. and yeah. Um anyway. Someone oh. wanna take that idea and run with it. <laughs> I got a million of them. <laughs> <laughs> that's another series
0: we'll be doing. Yeah. Yeah. that um, would be nice. Before we close out, let's get a couple other of those oh, wow. those five okay. songs. Um Oh, oh all right here's another I, mean, I guess i'm picking all these sort of old
1: songs but um i love devil woman by sir cliff richard oh my god yeah i, love I remember that. i had that on a k i used to have like i'm getting those like k records in the 70s it's yeah. weird how like much i remember distinctly from like the late 70s even when when i was like six seven and eight you <laughs> right. know what i mean like yeah. it's it's like like how clear i remember listening like those records and those songs yeah and and, and, an indelible mark they leave. yeah yeah. and my mom reminded me the other day that um when i was talking to her she said you know remember like it's not weird that you're a dj you used to like sell your you would sell go out on the corner and like sell your records you're like i would go out there with like my winnie the pooh and like Uh you know whatever black beauty records and try and like sell them on out in my driveway
0: (laughs) i don't know what what, yeah yeah.
1: i don't know what you know yeah
0: so, you know, I guess... It just makes sense, then. Yeah. In terms of DJing gear, what did you start with? Oh, I started
1: with... Really, I was, like, playing... I remember, I, I think one of my first gigs was at Flamingo East, this, like, restaurant cabaret space on 2nd Avenue, where it was, like, I had one turntable and one CD player. <laughs> you know, it was, like, those old, like, front-loading yeah, CD player Yeah, and it helps kind of you things. make your
0: song choice, because you're like, oh, I gotta get a CD next. Yeah, pretty much, Oops, I gotta get a vinyl next. Yeah, yeah. and I didn't have
1: any... I, re- I hadn't really kept my... I had, like, maybe, like... 30 records from the 70s and 80s that i yeah. kept and everything else the cd so it was like yeah it was real <laughs> primitive and then like then it was like the dual C- cd player technology happened and then and i was really yeah, styling yeah, yeah. yeah exactly yeah that's and that's that's when i started learning how to mix mm-hmm. so and i was just carting around a big suitcase full of <laughs> cds i can't imagine doing that with vinyl oh yeah i don't know how like and, and like in, in a lot of those the, most of those vinyl djs you know it's like they would play for six seven hours oh my god like how many friggin' records do you have to carry around like i know just crates and crates and crates in like the age of like dj worship whatever it's sort of just like i sometimes just like it's such an eye roll because like girls like I'm playing two songs at the same time you know <laughs> right it's and not, you can hit two and, buttons in in, in in the digital age like it, yeah, yeah exactly you don't even really have to do, like i don't i i do not use that button <laughs> just so everyone knows i do mix everything yeah um but yeah like to think back then just how much how much like strength and intelligence went into being able to
0: play for eight hours i know and focus too which yeah. is not easy considering the and drugs yeah, that were the, around that. well yeah. exactly yeah they're all like chipping on acid yeah, or, or quaaludes. quaaludes. <laughs> yeah like
1: jesus i can barely like have a drink and do it
0: <laughs> there's stories i think of um is it larry levon maybe mm-hmm. passing out on the tables at the, oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> probably yeah
1: it should well we should talk to johnny dinell about that he would know he knows oh, the tea oh i'd love yeah. to talk to
0: johnny dinell yeah he's yeah. great i'll
1: put you in touch he's such a i mean girl you would need like Ten external hard drives to store oh, like, <laughs> all like all the tea. She, yeah, yeah. She will and she'll spill it. Oh, that sounds fine yeah. to me. Yeah he's, yeah, he's he was he sort of was had a front row seat to all
0: that stuff. Oh I think I, didn't know that. I think Larry okay. kinda taught him how to DJ. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 So he was in the booth a lot. Yeah, we'll have to have him. On. I think uh, I hung out with him a couple times with Jason. Probably. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He has a place in New Orleans now, I think. Yes, yes. yes. Yeah, 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 that's right. He
1: and, and chi yeah, they inherited Chichi's chis
0: brother's place. Oh, and know, they did A Night it. of a Thousand Stevies. Yeah. You guys did, did, did that, that there, at, right. We did that at One-Eyed Jack's uh, oh, down there. It was that's great. a cool place. Anyone oh. listening that is Ghost New Orleans, check out One-Eyed Jack's. Oh, yeah, it's got, it just has the best Vibe to it. Yeah. It's really it's such a great little theater. It is. And I think it was a movie theater or something. Oh, like. was it? Okay, it has I, that kind of so, vibe yeah. to it. Yeah yeah. it like a, yeah, yeah. Where's your favorite spot around here now? Um, besides the ones that you play at, <laughs> I really don't go out anymore. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Except for where I Um, I mean, locally in the neighborhood. I mean, I love Nowhere Bar is one of my favorite bars. It's yeah. like the little bar under the stairs that sort of still feels like nobody really knows about it Uh you know what i mean like it's it's busy and it does well but it's not just like heaving with people yeah it's comfortable it's comfortable but it's also you know and they do they do little interesting nights yeah sort of like little niche parties i think they do one they do one's called um fire in the hole that's like all for gingers like oh yeah okay right rod's friend does that okay Yeah, yeah 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 So Rod Thomas, everyone Rod, who's uh, bright light, bright light, yeah, exactly. Another very talented singer, yeah, songwriter. Um, so I love Nowhere Bar, um, and
0: I uh, <laughs> edit that part out. Yeah, I'm um, going to actually lead with that part. I think that that is really <laughs> great. Yeah. Uh, so
1: yeah, you know, I love the place, and then you know, I, I'm fortunate enough that I work at places that I really like. You know, I work at the yeah. Cock. And then I work at Club Club Coming, which I really love. I think they do really fun stuff. I do not go out as
0: much as I, you know. Certainly well, sure, used but to. I'm also, you're also working so much right. in nightlife. Yeah,
1: and it's kind, and then yeah, exactly. It's that kind of thing. Where it's like a busman's holiday if you just hang out at the place where you work, or you know, yeah. just
0: being out. So you just need a little variety. You can't be at the same place, yeah. no matter what it is. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. Um, oh,
1: Julia Julius's bar uh, is right, great. Where,
0: where Madushina is, right? right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 So
1: that's a we were there last night actually. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's that's still a great place to hang out. Yeah. I tend to like sort of dive our places. Yeah. It, anything that's like fancy is not really my that's not my bag. Is there a Madasine this week? Uh no, it's next week and I'm actually I'm guest I'm guesting guessing because Amber Martin is still she's one of the producers. She's away still in New Orleans. Right, right.
0: I keep I guess I'm destined to not make it to one in New York. That's what it seems like. <laughs> right? They like. keep scheduling. Yeah. It. They're like, when is Craig leave time? Okay.
2: <laughs> okay. Next Thursday. Listen, we gotta push that. Yeah. Okay. okay yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, it was gonna be the 11th. Now it's the
0: 18th. <laughs> well, actually, John's gonna be uh, on the show oh, in a great. couple of days, so I'm gonna have to argue with him about that. I'm gonna yeah. have to, like yeah. tell him that you know, don't be so mean. Yeah. Exactly. Why why not Craig love? <laughs> right. What the fuck? <laughs> um, I thought we had a good time in L.A. I don't know what's uh, so. So, yeah. anything that you'd like to share with listeners before we go? Uh, um, I know. I can't believe you're still listening. If you are, but <laughs> thanks for listening. Well, this is the endurance <laughs> test episode. Uh, no. Yeah, I
1: can't wait to see what gets uh, what gets left in. Close 15 minutes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
0: All right. I see how it is. Okay. Oh, you know, I get it. I get yeah. it now. And it's just you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's just <laughs> chopped me out the and whole you're, thing. Well, except for your laugh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. You needed that. I need that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sammy Joe, thanks so much for being on the show. Thanks for having me. It was, a, you know, really fun time. Yeah. Same here. Uh, you know what? We almost got the five songs what's the fifth song that you would pick for people to go put on the playlist oh wow hmm land of confusion
1: uh <laughs> <laughs> oh you know what i love i mean these are all kind of i'm not not really indicative of like me dj no necessarily, sure, but just five five but, hot um, bops
0: that you enjoy yeah. uh i love that exile song kiss you all over oh my god that's one of my favorite songs
1: i of all never time. knew it until about Two years ago or something like that. I yeah. think either Amber Martin played it, Amber from who does Matachine, yeah. or Darren Dryden played it. But the I mean the two of them st- certainly played it since then but yeah i never i was like what the fuck is this it's song? outrageously good yeah, right? and i can't believe i didn't never know it and so, i didn't know it so uh especially with all those Tell albums yeah exactly you would think although yeah. i don't know wouldn't
0: was it a hit hit or was it just like one of those like radio hits kind of yeah it just never mm, really i'm not sure i think it did pretty well actually yeah An interesting thing about that is that was written and produced by mike chapman who did ballroom blitz he wrote and produced that oh. as well okay and tons of other stuff like um Pat Benatar stuff, Huey Lewis mm-hmm. stuff, and he wrote uh, simply the best for Tina Turner. Oh wow! Yeah, um, I mean, because uh, does Exile have anything? Do they even
1: have an album? <laughs> <was> it like, <laughs> it's it like. Like, yeah, it's many versions. Yeah, <laughs>
0: there is also a terrible version of "Kiss You All Over," but that's re-recorded. You know, when artists do that. Oh
1: god! Like yeah, two thousand sixteen yeah. version. <laughs> like, yeah, with like
0: a, I think drum program, uh-huh. the program drums. Yeah. It's icky. So if you're looking for it, folks, on Spotify, do not. Listen to the one that's on the greatest hits version. Yeah, I do not mean that one. No, not that one. Look for the one on the album called Mixed Emotions. Okay. Yeah, which I actually have on cassette. Really? Yeah. And yeah, yeah. you, you held on to it? Oh, yeah. Well, I got it in the last couple of years. I okay. think I saw it at a thrift store and I was like, that's for me. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not quite that old that I had it on first release. <laughs> <laughs> Nearly, though. All right. Well, perfect. Actually, um, so we'll close out with the fabulous Kiss You All Over, Great. the real version by Exile. And Sammy Joe, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for having me. I'm, it's been a blast. Ah, well, whoops, I can't quite close the show out with copyrighted songs anymore. You live and you learn. But you can go listen to Exile Kiss You All Over on Spotify right now. But remember, do not go to the greatest hits because it's a shit version and anyone who listens to it has my sympathies or my uh, my derision. Go to the Mixed Emotions album. It's on there. And of course, the creator of that song, Mike Chapman, who you heard on the Sophie Anderson episode, will be coming to these very airwaves in a multi-part episode because Mike and Maddie and I taped for hours talking about all kinds of things. And excitingly, Mike and Maddie are coming to L.A., so we're going to be taping even more stuff and when you hear the amazing stories from Mike, you're going to just be gasping, gagging for more. But that does it for this episode. Stay tuned for a hot, fresh new one in a couple of days. For more shows, ad-free and early episodes of the regular feed shows, movie clubs, all kinds of things, head on over to patreon.com slash Friends. You get stuff and you get to support this show.